This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Mother's Day. Find Kylie Minogue, Darling, 75 mil, 29.99 at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Breakfast on SCNZ. It's Wednesday, the 4th of May. You got Tony Kemp, Louis Herman, what, myself in the studio, Joe in the back room, and Kez. Kez, welcome back, young man. Great to have you part of the show. Well done, Joe. You're running the cutter in the back room for a good old solid week. Phones, buttons, and well, you nailed it, mate. So good work on that front. And Aroha. Good morning, Aroha. Love hearing your news and updates and your voice every single morning. Morena to you. Uh, we've got a big show for you today. We're going to be talking about the Black Caps test squad has been announced with some inclusions. About to embark on their first overseas tour to England. Impressive Wellington all-rounder Mark Bracewell is one of those. And you'll join the show just after 7 o'clock reacting to the new uh, Black Caps team to travel, take on England and... Then they've got another tour taking on Ireland, Netherlands, and so big summer of cricket coming up. Well, big cricket season coming up anyway. Uh, we're going to catch up with Crusaders and All Blacks front row Joe Moody. Tomorrow he heads into surgery on his knee as he faces six months out of the game. Uh, might even chat to him about some country clueless and horses. His partner Georgie is a show jumper and she's part of the horse jumping scene too so he's no doubt building stables and keeping her happy so we'll have a catch up with joe moody before he heads off to uh recover from his big surgery and then it's new zealand month new zealand music month i must say and after eight o'clock we're going to have a big old hour ahead of us and we like to bind music and sport together we've got some great musicians in new zealand that love their sports and well we're going to have we're very privileged and lucky enough to have Bill Urali 
in the studio who is also known as King Capisi. Uh, I'm looking forward to that hour. He is uh, good friends with Tony Kemp, and Kempy's done the done the magic and got him into the studio for a good solid hour after eight o'clock. So looking forward to that. So uh, we'll wrap into a big show today. Like always, we'd love to hear from you on the Temper Bed Post text machine double eight double three, or even better, give us a call on the Kenna Tire phone line oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Remember, Quizzy Dag giving you a chance to head to the Gold Coast, courtesy of Willamette Travel. All you got to do is win Quizzy Dag, and you go on the draw to win a trip to the V8 Supercars with myself. I've invited myself, I'm going, I don't know about you two in the studio, but I'm going anyway. But um, yeah, there you go, stay tuned, Quizzy Dag, and also Chemist Warehouse Fragrance, Mother's Day coming up this Sunday, the special day we got to celebrate our mothers. I've got my sister currently about to board a flight right now, she's coming down with her two beautiful kids, so we'll celebrate Mother's Day down here for about two hours, then I'll get on the plane and go to Wellington, but that's okay. Anyway, big show boys. Morning. How are we? Atamari, mate. I'm really good. Really good, actually. Looking forward to it today. I think, um, yeah, big show. Big show on with the name of the Black Caps. Uh, that's a good get. And I'd like to take the, the accolade for getting uh, Billy in. But uh, that was all Louis, mate. Louis and the boys in the kitchen. They're the ones who organised the, the music month. And not, it's always not, Louis. Eh? Not just Billy, but we've got a few others in line over the next couple of weeks. But he, he is a good man. Um, is he a keen... Mad sports uh, man. He's got some very good basketball stories, um, but yeah, like I said yesterday, played a little bit of rugby league down in mm. Wellington for the for the Eastern Suburbs um, club. Back in my day, was was Fetu um, and Fare Henry, uh, two giants of the game in Wellington. So, looking forward to that, and uh, yeah, listening to what Louis got to say about um, some some tips. Hopefully, because one one big tip yesterday that came out from our listener, Mister Beef Eater. How did that go, Louis? Oh. <laughs> Trev, Trev the Rev, Revs were pretty low. Revs were very, very low. Uh, it was the first day of the Warner Ball, of course, um, carnival over there, which is just a huge, they love it. It's just like the Jumps Carnival, it's out in kind of rural uh, Victoria, and, and they absolutely love it, and um, Beef Eater didn't love it. <laughs> he, he was the opposite of <laughs> loved it. No, I've done bugger all to get um, Caps in studio, really. He's, he loves his basketball. He loves his sport. He, he loves his, obviously, he's very passionate about entertaining. So uh, he's more than happy to cruise in after eight. And I wonder if we'll get him out at nine because I know he's passionate, man. He's got a lot to say. Tell you who's, who I can't, can't mm. pin down at the moment. I'll put the SOS out. David Dallas, DDOT, if you're listening. Mm. I can't get through to you, mate. I, I want to talk Formula mm. One and WTA tennis and basketball. I know you love all your sports. Just hit the boys at Baz and Izzy back. Come on, DDOT. <laughs> Come on. Have <laughs> <laughs> you wrapping out some Look, tunes somewhere around the I, world? I, I, I tried, Louis. I went through um, the guy that runs uh, Rhythm, and he's got a real good connection. He was like, yeah, I'll send you his agent. I was like, no, I don't want to pay uh, $50,000 to get him <laughs> in for one show. Just send me his number. And he was like, oh, oh okay, but he's over at Coachella, so that kind of um, fizzled out. But I'll, I'll keep trying, mate. I'll keep going through some avenues and see I think he knows we're after no. him because I literally tweeted at him. He? And he just, because <laughs> yeah. it was last resort, I publicly tweeted at him. <laughs> and he's just, I just, I don't know what it is, David, but you're not, you're not keen. <laughs> Keen hit the boys back, but um, I just want to talk Formula One with him because I know he's a he's a. I think I love the fact that a rapper 
is like watching getting up in the morning to watch Formula One at like 2am on, <laughs> on a <laughs> Sunday night which is great um, but no so many like I, I'm really passionate about uh, New Zealand music my parents are both musicians um, mm. my mum's a music teacher uh, my dad a keyboard a pianist and um, it's I've grown up around musos and I think in New Zealand our, our music music scene is one that we probably don't really, if you don't know about it, you're probably not as proud as you could be about it because we actually punch so far mm. above our weight as far as producers, artists, um, performers, writers, songwriters, the whole thing, the whole shebang. So, yeah, it's always a good month, mm. uh, May, in New Zealand to pump that up and to give them the, the plaudits they deserve. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having a chat to King Capisi about you know the, the challenges that musicians endure being down under. You know, in New Zealand we don't, Probably, like you said, Louis, we've got so much talent down here, but because we're such a small market, it's hard to get them out into the big market and the sacrifices that they have to make, you know, leaving their families, heading overseas. I was just looking at King Capisi's, um, you know, like opportunities that he's had going forward. He's, he's played with Janet Jackson, been with Moby, Black Eyed Peas, Beastie Boys. He's uh, had some gigs with Red Hot Chili Peppers. So he's been with the superstars, but how are we able to you know, transform. So when they get those opportunities to get them over and, and become the, you know, the big super, you look at 660 at the moment doing world tours, you know, they're in New Zealand, they sell out Western Springs, 100,000 people. They go to Australia, they're, they're potentially just selling out, um, you know, like an auditorium or, or something like that. They're our biggest band currently in New Zealand. So, yeah, it's one of those things. Is it just part of who we are? We're just a small nation trying to compete in the big world or, or how do we elevate our musicians and our our you know bands to to become world beaters. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting. I know we've got a small market, but I'd love to have a chat to King, King Capisi about that. He'll love he'll love that too. Using that word elevate because he's got a business um, called Elevate through his basketball and community work. So I'm really looking forward to talking about him. Other news: Izzy, uh, Maddie, and Joey Johns not getting the Simone gig, um, mm, yeah. which was you know I'd, the the story goes that they offered their services up for free. Um, the part, the part. I think I've spoken to both Maddie and and Joey about that and their their um, setup where they've tried to get Sonny Bull and I did. We did a bit of work together to try and get him to understand that you can't be standing on toes uh, the way that you're you're communicating this to the Samoan people. And um, mm. I think what happened in the end was that the the current hierarchy of the Samoan rugby league got a little bit annoyed that they didn't go through the front door and it was all played out in the media and the and the conversation yeah, never yeah. happened at the at the front end and, and in the end as you know as they do and not really understanding that significance that Polynesians um sort of expect mm. uh they got they got pushed out the back door because they never did it did it properly. So I think it's a personally I think it's a a massive loss for the international game. To, to not have mm. uh, those three people, especially involved with a Samoan team, you know, Sonny Bill being Samoan and mm. proud of his heritage, but to have the knowledge of those two, um, and I guess saying that they, you know, we don't expect to p- be paid was really an opportunity that Samoan have have missed going into the World Cup. But uh, I did uh, uh, speak to Maddie uh, late last week about it. Um, yeah, that's mate. The, the other part about them too, and Louis knows this, is that they're so busy, those two, you know, like to give up a, a big chunk of their time to say, look, we'll go over and, and run this for the Samoans and give them every chance in the world to, to compete at the World Cup. Um, sort of 
I'm I'm really disappointed it didn't get to second base. Can they co- can they coach the Kiwis? Yeah. Oh look, yeah, that's that's a that's a bigger story. I, I see the, the the whole thing around the Samoan. Um, I guess the, the 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 way that they wanted to apply themselves to the Samoan game was on the back of what how well the Tongans have done, not how well the Kiwis have done. Mm. And what they what they were seeing, and there's a lot of rumours going around about Matt Parrish, the coach in the Samoan team, and how he's lost the lost the change room, and quite a few of ex-Samoan players have been helping Matty and Joey do this this um, application. Um, it's sort of it was about getting Samoa to realise that they could be where Tonga is, you know what I mean? So I personally, I, I think it's a massive loss. You know, if, if someone, could you imagine Joey John? Like, see, Joey Johns is a consultant anyway. Matty John's a consultant. You look at all the all the, all the the footage, they, they, you know, Matty John's worked with Melbourne for years. Joey's up there at Newcastle at the yep. moment. Um, arguably, they're sitting on the bottom of the table, but he's given the halfback some really good knowledge. Like to offer that service up, they get paid big money to go and do that in NRL clubs. What they've done is they've gone, well, we'll do it for for you for free, like just to just to get them in there and then build the team around them so they mm. they can impart that knowledge and gain it. Um, would have been fantastic, but um, disappointing is he that they didn't they didn't get that and and hopefully I think Matty will come on eventually. We'll talk to him about that. Yeah, it's interesting, eh, uh, Kempi? I, I was having a little think about it last night, and I was thinking about the the prospect and the scenario that's um, that's unfolding, and and love their their application, their attitude to go out there, wanted to give back and and help, and, and also bringing one of the biggest Samoan super superstar names going around in the league within Sunny Bill, and and actually seeing. Um, I'd love to see if Sonny Bull was was he hasn't really spoken too much about it and know what's going on in his world. He's trying to box. He's trying to, you know, he's got a big large family and that like you spoke about the commitment. Uh, one thing I was going to ask you Unc, about that when you when you get former players that are that are keen to get into the coaching realms, I've seen it be successful, but then I've seen it uh, be very unsuccessful. You know, the greatest players to ever play the game have gone in and probably haven't connected. So for them, I think the biggest thing. That those uh, that Matty Johns and Andrew Johns would have had to really intertwine with, and we spoke a lot about it, is the culture and um, the real uh, identity with the Samoan and the villages and the people where they come from. Do you feel like that was a big part of it as well? Would 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 they have kind of understood the challenges that face them going to the community, going into the a different culture? Would they have bought into it and, and really embraced that? Yeah, yeah, I think they would have because they've been, you know, they played a lot with Polynesians mm. in their in their career, and they've dealt with them, you know, on a yeah. daily basis when they're talking to them, especially in the media. Uh, and you know, Matty Johns and all of his programs and stuff like that. And I think they understood that they would have had to build a team around them. Why Sonny Bull was included in yeah. that mix, but it doesn't. It takes more than three people to run the team. Um, I think. Mm. I think what you're seeing play out here is this is the. Um, I guess the, the, the main cog in the wheel is the NRL and the Australian Rugby League. You know, most of the most of the Pacific Island teams have Australian coaches, you know, and, and there's this um, belief that to get anywhere you need Australians to be able to do it uh, and run it for you. And I think, you know, personally, and I've, I've had this opinion for a long time, we need to start believing in our own people. We need to start um, mm. um, elevating our own people and giving them the opportunity to... Um, I guess, or just trust them that they can actually do that job. And, and the Kiwis are no different. You know, with Madge Maguire, 
uh, and his whole Australian contingent that run the Kiwi team, it does nothing for the pr- the progression of of people in New Zealand. So, it's not just the the, mm. the minnows, the Pacific Island teams. You know, you look at Tonga; they're 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 the same. Uh, you look at the Cook Islands; they're the same. They've got you know Australians through them, right throughout that comp- uh, that Pacific. Um, Nation, there is an Australian coach across the board, so it's it's not really. I don't think, it, like you asked the question, do they get that that part of it being Polynesians? I don't, my answer to that is simply yes, they do. Yeah, good stuff, Kimpy, and uh, yeah. plenty of league to come throughout the morning. We're, we're going to talk about the Warriors team that have been named to play Cronulla in a wee bit, and then after seven. This morning, uh, well, Reese Walsh has emphatically declared he's coming home to Mount Smart to play for the Warriors in 2023. So despite media reports, and we came off the back of this, it might have been exactly a week ago, where Paul Kent was pretty certain on NRL 360 he was going to sign for a Queensland club. Well, Reese Walsh and his manager have put those to bed emphatically. We will talk about that in the 7 o'clock hour, so make sure you hang around and stay with us for that if you are a Warriors and Reese Walsh fan. It is good news for the club. We'll talk about their team naming in a bit. Double eight double three. Uh, the Temper Bed Post text machine is there for you. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. I'd love to know who you would like to hear from in terms of Kiwi musicians this month. It is May New Zealand Music Month. King Kapisi up after eight o'clock this morning. Who else is it out there that you would be interested to hear from? We'll do our best to try and pin some interesting people down for you. But if there's anyone, we'd love to know who it is and who do you want to give a shout out to? Which Kiwi artists have you enjoyed listening throughout your life? It is 20 minutes past six o'clock this morning. We're here with Chemist Warehouse, back talking the Warriors team name to play Cronulla after this. You're listening to Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. 25 minutes past 6 o'clock. Talking a little bit of league to start the day. The Warriors have named their side to face Cronulla. Um, with Dejon Arce will be back in the side. That's not surprising. Good to see him uh, there get another start. Izzy, you just picked up on something, though, when Kempi's talking about backing your own people and regarding the Samoan side. Yeah, mate. I was just yeah listening to Uncle, and he's always on point, as always. And he said something that we've spoken about quite a lot on the show is promoting our own. And obviously, we'd love to see a Kiwi in there. Um, you know, in our Kiwis coaching um, set up, uh, leading us because they understand, you know, what we're about, our identity, and obviously the Aussies doing what the Aussies do. But for Samoa, they've got Matt Parrish, he's an Australian in there at the moment. Uh, you spoke about Joey Johns, Matty Johns, um, Aussies, legends. Is there anyone in the Samoan setup that could potentially take over? I was just having a wee look uh, past players that have played for Samoa that, have, that come from Samoa, Ali Lawatiti, Henry Fafili. Yeah, legends of uh, league of the league game, but potentially could they take over? Is there anyone, Uncle, that they could promote from their own to take over that role? Well, it's really interesting that you say that because you know up in up in England at the moment, there's a bloke called Willie Poaching. Okay, the Willie Poaching played mm. here in Auckland before he went over. He had, he had an illustrious career um, with Wakefield and Leeds, and now coaches Wakefield, and has has, has been a successful coach um, for the last ten years. Yet yesterday they announced signing a bloke, an English bloke called Richard Agar, who's who's English. Um, I know his father Richie, and put him into the Samoan structure. You would have thought 
that Willie Poaching mm. would have been the first bloke from England that they would have put inside next to Matt Parrish. Um, and Frankie Pritchard's joined them, you know, and Frankie played for the Kiwis. He's uh, yeah. on his own journey. But um, the Pulitua boys from Penrith, if, I don't remember if you remember them, the, the, um, the Hair Bears oh, yeah. back in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. They they have been helping Maddie and Joey Johns to try and get them across the line here. So there's a little bit of politics playing out in the background, but the, this whole thing about promoting your own is a position that old people. It's about the old people stepping aside. It's about it's about mm-hmm. the the stale male sitting on boards stepping aside and allowing younger people coming through to say, look, we back our own people, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and um, and I always when I'm asked that question, I always say, "Can you see the New Zealand Rugby Union, who are our benchmark, employing an Australian coach? They would much rather no. go to Tikawiti or or Otorohonga and and employ that coach to coach them. You know mm. what I mean? So there's it's stale, mate." It's a stale model, yeah. And unless, and, and that's unfortunate for our game. Look, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm right in the just to let yeah, you know, as I'm right in the middle of a battle about giving it back to our own people. Rugby league is predominantly mm. played by Maori in this country, yet Maori don't have no seat at the table. They're the the Tariti isn't isn't acknowledged at the table, at the board table, the governing table, and yet all of our volunteers and our grassroots people are Maori, you know. And I'm right in the middle of a battle with people to to, to give it back, mm. give the game back to them. Yeah, lovely, Kimpy. Well, uh, like I, I hear what you're saying, and you're right about New Zealand rugby. That, that kind of is the home truth, isn't it? Really, that you could never imagine a Englishman or an Australian or a South African coaching the All Blacks. And hey, if we get there while this show's still on air, we'll um, circle back to this moment and play some audio out, and we'll probably all eat our hats together, like Izzy likes to say. Uh, so Cody Nikarima, just back to the Warriors. He was out with COVID last week. He's not back into the squad. We do have Darlin Watin Lesniak back after that mm. sickening head blow, which, I mean, mm. you know, I don't – we don't know his medical record. We don't know. But, man, I am really surprised he's back that fast. That tough, eh, Unc? That tough, eh? Leggy's tough. Uh, look, I <laughs> – I had this argument with a doctor called Chris Hanna, who was my my Warriors coach back in 2005. It was around concussion. Chris Hanna was one of the the main leaders in New Zealand to acknowledge concussion and, and get people to start to wake up to it. So I really take my hat off to Chris Hanna. He's a he's a fantastic bloke and a, and a wonderful doctor. When I read that Dylan was back in the site, I, mean, I cringed. Oh, I'm just seriously. I, 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 I can't believe totally, he's back. Totally, like, he was he was out cold. I mean, like. It was mm. it was one of the most sickening um, uh, concussions I've ever seen. He caught the full <laughs> yes. brunt of Nelson so, uh, Solomon mm. Asifa's knee to the to the head to the mm. to the front of his, his his temple. So, mate, how he gets back in two weeks, I have no well, idea. I'll be hoping that he doesn't, but, and I don't know the record, is he? But I'll be hoping he doesn't have any priors because, like, you'd have to be asking some serious questions here. Yeah, there's got to be a compulsion. I know in rugby, if you're out cold, I think it's four or five weeks, six stand down. Doesn't matter. If you're knocked out, if you're carried off the field, there's a real uh, crucial um, protocol that you've got to go through. Mm. So I would love to hear the, like, you know, like you said, Uncle, the, the medical um, ter- you know, terms that they've come back with, what the doctors have said. And a, a lot of um, responsibility needs to go back onto Dallin as well. Like, sure. A, a doctor can't understand how he's feeling. So he has to understand the repercussions from 
from going out and potentially putting uh, you know the rest of his life at risk. Um, so hopefully that's not the case. He is a hundred percent, but I can't see it from what I saw. So uh, yeah, it's common sense. Louis, yeah, it's common sense. Is he yeah. like he shouldn't um, be playing? And he is past mm. the concussion mm. test. But what exactly does that mean? Double eight, double three. Mark, you've come through. You'd love to hear from the top twins. What I actually saw on the the tally the other night, top twins have actually be- had battled a bit of um, poor health recently. So that was awful to see. Hopefully they're doing. They are. And you, you point out. Let's get some comedy on the show as well as some music. We've got some other good messages here. Tim Finn, Neil Finn. Absolutely, guys. Um, um, that's exactly the sort of Kiwi artist we'd love to promote on Bears and Izzy for breakfast. After this, it's going to be loveracing.nz as they head to Ruakaka today, the winterless north. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Bears and Izzy for breakfast. We are 26 away from 7 o'clock, from 7am or just before. It's the Champions League semi-final League 2, Liverpool Villarreal. Liverpool on the hunt for four trophies. I don't know how it'll happen. And yes, tonight, Hoops Head. So much to get through. NBL finals, NZNBL kicking off, NBA playoffs. Justin Nelson, I saw, tweeted a big promo. They have got a mammoth show for you tonight on SENZ. Loveracing.nz. That's your home for everything. Thoroughbred news, reviews, previews, the lot. Kimpy, you've just name dropped. You've got another horse. I thought, how many horses do you have, mate? You've got many. <laughs> do you have more horses or haircuts in a month? Yeah, actually, I need another haircut. I'm, uh, I was thinking yeah, that, mate. Man. If there's, a, if there's a, a barber in Auckland, like in Central Auckland, that's any good because, mate, there's a thousand of them at the moment. <laughs> is he like, mate? I, I don't need to visit identity. I've got no problem with growing. A ton of hair, but yeah. mate, you think you can find a decent barber here in the in the seed? Oh, hit us up, Auckland? double eight, double three. Hit us up, mate, because man, shout out your business. Yeah, give us a give us a yell. I'll, I'll come down. I'll test you out, and I'll give you a, I'll give you a, a, a bite back on the uh, on the SCN Zed breakfast. Free, it's Kimpy. Oh mate, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to pay. <laughs> I'm happy. Gifted. I'm happy I'm to pay. Jakey. I'm <laughs> You would never. You would never. You're a man of the people, uh, Kempi. Boys, big day today for uh, Ruakaka. They just, I mean, every day is a big day for Ruakaka. They don't have heaps and heaps of race meets, but during the uh, during the winter months, they really pick up a lot of the slack. And um, just because of the nature of the climate up there, it's their, their track is a little bit better to play on. What are you laughing at? Mate, I'm laughing at this text. <laughs> I'm laughing hole. at this text from Mark. <laughs> yeah, good morning, good morning, Izzy, Kempi, Louis, Aroha, and the kitchen. I reckon, get the top twins, you've already said that. But you didn't read the rest. The way you get a bit of music on with a comedy show, and they might even be able to help Izzy with country clueless. Kempi, do you own any shirts other than a singlet? Saw you cruising Ponsonby yesterday evening with your guns out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, stop, Mark. Hey, Mark, stop and say hello, mate. Stop and say hello. Don't, don't let them scare you, okay? Are you blushing? <laughs> Are you blushing? <laughs> I'll just tell you what. This just makes me laugh. I'm, yeah, I do own shirts. I've got one on today, mate. I'm, just, I'm not always just a singlet, man. <laughs> well, there you go. There's an, there's, <laughs> there's an interlude. Back to Ruakaka. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry, boys. <laughs> back to Ruakaka today with our racing. Um, no, good stuff, Mark. I appreciate that. And you're right. Kempi does wear a, like a, a lot of, considering it's winter, and we're speaking of the winterless north in Ruakaka, this radio show is not based out of Ruakaka, but you'd think it was the amount of clothing Kempi does seem to wear. Uh, eight race card. The track will be fair. A good four. As I always say, when you punt Ruakaka, you want senior jockeys that are making the trip up. 
and you want to find the locals. And I think we have found a local. Uh, look, to be honest, I, I scoured the fields trying to find a best bet because yesterday somebody said they had an $80 bonus bet they needed to use. Can I help them? And I was trying my hardest. They are very even fields today. I'd just be extremely wary before you go deep into anything unless you have the most rock-solid bully that I clearly don't have because I struggled to find something I wanted to back. I thought in race three, number one Eve's song for Chris Gibbs and Masa Hashizumi could be a bit. I thought it ran on really strongly last start and... Look, I did have a bit of an opinion of Moana, and I expected Moana to eventually break the maiden. It did, and it chased last start pretty hard. So I think Mas is still getting a 2kg claim. So that's in race three. But to be honest, it's a really even race, as they all are. In race six, there's a couple of nice staying types going around. Hail Damage and Salva Verde. I think one of them will win this race. Salva Verde for Nick Bashar. He's got a nice team going up. Uh, has just been so, so consistent. And Andrew Calder has a good strike rate with Nick Bashara. So the old rocker mare could go very close today, but she just hasn't been winning. And just eventually you want these mares to win a race. Uh, Hail Damage, on the other hand, 18 starts, only the two wins, but both of its wins have come at Ruakaka. And Ruakaka is one of those tracks that if your horse likes Ruakaka, awesome. Keep sending it to Ruakaka. It's a long way away, but that's good for you because not all horses do agree with it. Course and distance, one from one. Hail Damage and Salva Verde, two to follow in race six. But I would just be wary, Izzy. I'm speaking directly into your soul here, mate. Today is not the day to go down swinging. Yeah, I know. I'll back Salva Verde. I backed his last start, and uh, it was raging hot favourite, Sam Spratt. I think it was at um, Avondale. Yep, and, that's uh, it. it. It was running nice, and, uh, yeah, just kind of didn't get over the line, came third, and, uh, yeah, ruined my day again, so I stopped that one from winning. Uh, I'll be <laughs> watching that race, Louis, and then I'll be watching the next race with interest because, obviously, our good friend Baz Skip McCullum's got a horse in the next, number seven, Rabada. Out of the Graham Richardson, so I'll watch that one. It's second up. It's got a good, um, good, good, uh, good form. Second up goes pretty well. Two and one. So yeah, I'll be watching that one with interest. Good spotting, is he? Because you're right. When Rabada won its race, it was second up, um, and it gets a mm. good, ba- it gets a low barrier draw today, and seven dollars, two dollars forty. And to be honest, senior jockey. Um, Close enough, yeah. Or seniorish. Seniorish, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I get Baz's opinion on that, but um, it's, it's, to be fair, this is a really even field. Rekindled Express mm. probably deserve favourite. Yeah, I like, I, I think that's fair. The bookies have got it right. But at $7 and $2.40, you could be doing it worse to throw a little gold coin each way at Baz's Rabada. And um, hopefully for mm. Skip over there in India, that could be a nice result for him. Play the, pay the float fee getting Rabada up there. All right, lads. Quizzy Dag, today yeah. we unveil, Oi. Oi. we pull the tape off because, <laughs> well, we want to send you to the Goldie, don't we, Izzy? We do, we do. We want to send you to the Goldie, courtesy of Willamette Travel, giving you the chance. All you got to do is win Quizzy Dag and you'll go in the draw and, wow. Oi, oi, <laughs> yeah. oh, 800, 150, 811, give us a go. Call us now. It's time <laughs> to take on the quiz master. <laughs>
hear me asking all these questions on your radio. Giving you the chance to head to the Gold Coast. Five questions for the win. Supercars on the line. 0800 150 811. You're mine. It's Quizzy Deck. Give it a go. It's Quizzy Deck. Now don't you choke. It's Quizzy Deck. Who knows the most? It's Quizzy Deck. We're going to the go go. Yeah, man! Let's rock it! Oh, boy! Wow, what? The things you make me do, Louis Hibble. What? Anyway. Oh, Aroha's. She's got a hand covering her eyes, her ears, and everything. Anyway. No, loved it. Great. Loved it. It was great. I thought, Iconic. I saw everyone's inner choreographer come out. <laughs> I, I felt it deep within. That was oh. wonderful, Izzy. You should do that again. We might be banned from New Zealand Music Month. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to actual, all you actual artists out there, but I gave it a good go. Oh, oh, anyway, let's go to Mark. Let's get Mark up. Mark, morning, Mark. Morning, boys. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good Mark. Good Mark. He just, just trying to pick it up from here. But anyway, mate, we're up into it, eh? Giving you the chance to go to the Gold Coast. Question number one. How many Olympic gold medals has Sir Mo Farah won? Uh, six. No. Sorry, Mark. Not six. It's not uncle's favourite number. Have a good day, brother. Brett from Huntley. Morena, Brett. Oh, Oi. Morena, brother. <laughs> you must be a big ACDC fan, eh, Brett? <laughs> I, I was. I, I freestyled at the end and I thought it might be quite a tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, brother. How many Olympic gold medals has Samoa Farah won? Four? Yes, four is correct. Question number two. Which IPL franchise does Trent Bolt play for? Uh, oh, that's too bad. It the other day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, early in the week. Rajasthan Royals? Yes, that oh, is correct. <laughs> Yes, that is correct. Well done. <laughs> Question number three. Which team sits bottom of the ANZ Premiership? Oh, that Five, four, three. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm on fire. <laughs> Brett from Huntley, he wants to come with me. It's not by much. You want to come with me? I know, I know it's not by much. You want to <laughs> Here we go. Are oh, you going to come? Question. <laughs> yeah, I'll come with you. I'll sit next to you, brother. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> he, lo- he loves a free trip. Brett, Huntley. That's us. We'll get tight. Don't worry. Question number four. How many, champ- <laughs> How many Champion League's titles has Real Madrid won? Uh, 
Oh, the most the, ever. Uh, we'll stab at that one. Oh, the most ever. Oh, eight. Oh. No. See, you don't want to come because I'm going. You're not going, Brett. Never ever tomorrow. use a phone a friend. <laughs> Good luck, fella. Cheers, Hunk. Go to Dylan and Otago. Morning, Digger. Dylan. Morning, boys. Morning, Dylan. How many Champions League titles has Real Madrid won? Most ever. 13. Cool, great guess. <laughs> good, good work. Question number five. Come on. In 1997, Christian Cullen scored a hat trick of tries to bring his tally to staggering 21 and 21 tests. Which team did he score the hat trick of tries against? Five, four. Uh, can I phone a friend? Three. Moby Dick. Moby Five, Dick. four. No more. Three, two. One. Bah. Sorry, Dylan. Ed. We're going to go to Ed and Tolaga. Morning, Ed. Kia ora, brother. Kia ora. Kia ora. Was it Ireland? <laughs> oh, no. No, it wasn't Ireland, Ed. Sorry. Close. <laughs> Good luck tomorrow. We're going to go to Damon and Palmy. How we going, lads? Hey, Damon. Good. We're very good. Who was it? Which team? Um, was Wales a no before? No. <laughs> oh, Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Wales is correct. Damon, you're going in the draw to come over to Goldie with me, mate. How good? Mate, that'd be awesome. I tell you what, is he? Uh, you gave me one of my best nights down in Wellington. We had a uh, uh, there was about oh, four of oh. us down. <laughs> <laughs> That's ready. We always a, we, I wasn't with you. I wasn't with you. We went down and watched an All Black test, and we uh, we all picked the first try scorer. And the three other boys went for Ben Smith. I took you, and it was against Wales. And I think we're about twenty minutes in. We hadn't scored. We were hot on attack just outside the twenty-two. You chimed in at fullback. Bender was on the wing. And the boys, boy, yeah. he, was, he was unmarked, and uh, they were yeah. already lining up at the tote, and then you did the show and go, mate, and just went over by yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember, was, that uh, was my f- 50th test. That was my 50th test in 2016. I remember that. And I, 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 was, I was thinking, Ben was outside of me. I was like, nah, you, told, you saw my World Cup. <laughs> 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 no, I remember mate, that, Damon. Thank you. Me, you won me two hundred in, uh, in, a, in a big hangover and a slow drive back to Palmy the next day. <laughs> oh, the awesome. man, the man, David, great yarns, mate. That is awesome. Israel Dag in his prime, just whacking Bender. No, thank you. Uh, well done as well. You're heading to the Goldie potentially with Daggy. If you win Quizzy Dag, of course, you go into the draw to go to the Gold Coast 500. It is one of the supreme supercar events. Well done, Izzy. TNT, you are dynamite, mate. You're on fire. Seven away from seven. We'll be back to wrap up the hour after this. Any more memories of Izzy Dag burning Ben Smith? Send them through. Double eight, double three. We'd love to, we'd love to see them all here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast.
and Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. You're listening to Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Yeah, certainly are. Kylie Minogue, darling, don't mind that at all. Well, Chemist Warehouse is the real house of fragrances this Mother's Day, as you would have heard there, Kylie Minogue. And to celebrate, we have got some fragrances to give away leading into Mother's Day. Yesterday, we were helping out you naughty men in the Mai Mai all weekend. I'm thinking, fellas, it is New Zealand Music Month. Mother's Day is coming up. Double eight, double three. Kempi, what are we after? Mate, had to think about it. And I reckon all of our listeners out there love their mums. What is your favourite mums song from a New Zealander? What, a, what's your mum's favourite Kiwi song? What's your mum's favourite Kiwi song? My mum's favourite mm. Kiwi song was Prince Tuitika's Mum. Makes sense. You know, so what's your mum's favourite mm. Kiwi song? Text Dub- us, double eight, double three. That's the one. And we've got you a fragrance yeah. to hook up to a mum in your life, and it, and it might be a partner, it might be the mum of your kids, of course, or your mum, double eight, double three, Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances this Mother's Day. More options than Izzy's had haircuts. <laughs> Nice boys, nice boys. Yeah, very special week for all our uh, sons and husbands out there. We've got to celebrate Mother's Day. A uh, song that reminds me of my mum, 660, Mother's Eyes. I always used to listen to that, and it uh, brings back memories of my mama. Anyway, coming up, we're going to talk to Michael Bracewell of the Black Caps. I'm going to get him at Cafe about now. He's Aroha of the News for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. This Mother's Day, find guests seductive 125 mil, 34.99 at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Morning, Baz and Izzy for breakfast. SCNZ, Wednesday the 4th of May. We've got Tony Kemp, Louis Herman White and myself bringing you today's sporting update and the news going around here and the world. Uh, Baz, Skip McCullum, he's over in India. He's at the IPL. He is coaching the Calcutta Knight Riders. He got one back. He's back in the winner's circle after they took on the Rajasthan Royals. Trent Bolt's team and, well, pulled the wall over them anyway. Bet them by... Uh, Five balls, they had five balls to spare and five wickets spare uh, towards the end, chasing down 152 in total. So we love him, we miss him, and we hope he's doing extremely well. But right now, we're going to talk some cricket coming up. We're going to talk some cricket, and then after that, we're going to talk some rugby with Joe Moody. He's about to go into surgery, but cricket is at the forefront of our minds right now, live here on SCNZ. All the coverage, we're bringing you the English tour live here on SCNZ. Adam Collins. Former uh, New Zealand captain Jeremy Coney, BBC commentator Daniel Norcross, English broadcaster Nikesh Rugani, and ex-Black Cap Craig McMillan will be calling all the action live here on SCNZ. So well done to Craig Hutchinson 
and the SENZ team for bringing you and showing our commitment to sport in New Zealand. Coming up, we're going to talk to Michael Bracewell. He is part of that squad that is going to go over to England and take on the English team with a new captain, Ben Stokes. Yesterday, we announced that the very exciting news SCNZ will live commentaries for the Black Cat Test Tour. There are some new faces in the squad. Michael Bracewell, Blair Tickner, one of the new teams. They've had a taste of it against Netherlands. Now they're going to go for a tour over to England and taste, uh, take on the big guns in their own backyard. Lords doesn't get any bigger than that. Michael's on the line now with us out of the UK. Morning, Michael. Hey there, Michael. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Got you now, mate. Got you now. Uh, how, how are you, bud? How's the UK uh, at the moment? Yeah, it's pretty cold, but um, yeah, managing to wrap up and um, yeah, just getting really excited for this tour now. Yeah, mate. So pretty exciting news uh, that the squad's just been announced. A couple of new faces that have had a bit of taste in New Zealand, but about to go embark on the tour. What's the one? What are the challenges that await with you being over in the UK now? And and what are the, some of the things that you've learnt be it playing a bit of cricket over there? Yeah, um, I think obviously the Duke ball is a bit of a different challenge um, coming to mm. England and playing in in their. Uh, home conditions, they're pretty well well used to facing that swinging ball. So that'll be something that we'll have to adjust to as a as a side. But other than that, the the climate's pretty similar to to New Zealand early summer. So yeah, hopefully hopefully we can get over here and get underway in those uh, warm up games. Hey Michael, congratulations. Um, we talked we talked yesterday actually on our show a little bit about the uh, maturing of players and how long. It takes some players to, to break into uh, first-class football, uh, rugby league, rugby union, uh, and yourself mm-hmm. into cricket. What what do you, what do you, what does it feel like, mate? How do you feel um, now that you've cracked it and and looking forward to especially playing against the English? Yeah, it's it's obviously a pretty uh, exciting time in my career. Um, we're having worked for sort of eleven years to get to this point. Um, it's pretty it's pretty cool to say that I've. That I've now been selected in a test squad, but I think that's where that's where it sort of starts. You don't want to just just have one game or anything like that. You want to you want to start winning games for your country. So I think that's that's where my focus has shifted now is to actually yeah having some meaning contribu- uh, meaningful contributions to I guess first of all playing a test match, but then uh, winning test matches as well. Mate, have you pictured yourself standing out there at Lords? Um, and the national anthem, you know, you're, you're mm. sitting in the bathroom before you, before you're heading to that that test match, and you're, you're singing it to yourself. And and <laughs> and have you thought about the 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 journey getting there? What how how much your parents think about, it and all your mates, and all of us watching it? Have you have you spent some time just to think think about that and soak that in? Yeah, well, I was actually fortunate enough to. My first year out of school, I went over and um, played for the MCC Young Cricketers, who are based out of Lords. So I'm actually pretty familiar with the ground. I've played a couple of games on there, and I think when when I was there, I sort of visualised that. And that was yeah many moons ago now. But yeah, to be able to say that um, I potentially have a have a Test debut there is is pretty exciting and. Yeah, it's it's something that you you always sort of catch yourself daydreaming about every now and again. But yeah, it feels a little bit closer than ever at the moment. 
Awesome. Hey, mate, uh, we've been pretty vocal. Been pretty vocal on the show about the Black Caps, and they've had so much success as of late. Not in all formats, uh, they've been very, mm. very successful. But for you, as a, as a you're not a young guy, but you, you know you're you're a new guy in the environment. You've you've got a lot of experience in the um, provincial game. But one thing that you've noticed about going into this Black Caps environment, what is the one thing that stands out for you to that really pinpoints why this team's so successful? Yeah, I think for me, it was just I was amazed at how welcoming they were as a group. Um, mm. And I think traditionally cricket was was a little bit of that um, individual game wrapped up in a team sport. And I played a bit of rugby growing up and I always really relished that um, rugby culture of everyone in it together and things like that. And I think that's probably the thing that stood out for me in that Black Caps environment at the moment is it's, it's pretty unlike other cricket teams that I've been a part of, whereas... You go in there and it, it seems like they, everyone's just putting the team first and, and really buying into that culture, which I've, I think it's no, no, reason, uh, no secret to the success that they've had, that they've really tried to put the team first and, and play for each other, which is, which is pretty exciting. Beautiful. And, and what about the, um, the whole makeup of the squad? I'm going through the squad now, so you've got some old faces that are going to be a part of it, but you've got some new, new guys coming through. You've got Blair Tickner, who has uh, played a wee bit. He's playing for the Central Stags. Uh, you've got Cameron Fletcher from Canterbury. He's doing great things in the game. You've got Jacob Duffy, who's had, a, had a, a bit of a taste at the top level before. He's showing some great signs. So for the new guys, what, what, is, it, what, is, it, what is your role when you make a squad like the Black Cats? Do you, you know, what, what's sort of a role that you'll be leading when you, when you get an opportunity to, to be a part of the team or... You know, do you have any, are you on music committee or is there any committees that you have to be a part of? You know, are you cleaning the boots or anything like that? What do the new guys do? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not actually sure, to be honest. I've never been part of a, a tour overseas. So I guess you just do what you're told as uh, being a new fella to the group. You're just going to, yeah, just, just hopefully not mess up too much and forget your passport or something like that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll just be keeping my head down, to be honest, and, and trying to go unnoticed, probably. Mate, you won't go unnoticed, I'll tell you that now. You probably, mate, one of them, get the music <laughs> yeah, committee because that's a good one. All right? yeah. a, mate, I, I just want to know a little bit about how are the English taken to a Kiwi um, captaining their team and young Benny Stokes? Yeah, it's, I, I actually haven't seen too much of the news about it, but for, for, from the little bit that I have seen, they, everyone seems to be getting in behind them, all the um, English senior players and stuff like that, so... Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a tough time for them over the last couple of months. So um, I'm sure w- with with that change will come a bit of a refreshment around their team, and um, I'm sure they'll be rearing to go uh, come that first test in, at Lords. Beautiful, beautiful. We'll let you go, Michael. We appreciate you coming on the show. Good luck for the upcoming test series against the English. We'll be watching with interest, and no doubt we'll get you back on the show, mate. Appreciate your time. Take care and awesome. all the best. Thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. Thanks for having me. There he is, Michael Bracewell, all-rounder, part of the Firebirds. He's been given a chance now to go over. He's made the squad. Now he's got to make the team and uh, put in some good performances. They're out up against it. They're up against a wounded English side over in England. And uh, we know the history that goes on at Lords. You spoke about it there, Kempe. What a, that is the home 
of cricket. I've never been to Lords. Have you been to Lords, Gimpy? Uh, yeah, I have. I've, um, mate, I actually well, I played at Leeds, which is Headingley, um, the, cric- uh, the cricket ground. I've watched a f- yep. number of test matches there um, when I was a player over there for, for seven years. So, mate, really interesting. You know, 11 years? 11 years? Did you pick that mm. up? You know, imagine... Because I remember, as he, boy, I asked the question, I remember standing in front of the mirror, always singing the national anthem, going, man, I can't wait to stand out there on the football field and, and do this, you know, listen to that and do the haka. And um, after talking about it yesterday, taking players a little bit longer to mature, oh, mate, over the moon that he's in the side. What a, what a, mm. what a bit of resilience he showed. Yeah, and yeah. he and he also made the key point. He's such a long way to go for him, though. Like he he's in the squad now, but he doesn't want to be that guy that played one test or even yeah. make the squad and not play a test. So how do you solidify yourself? And Izzy, this is where this black cap squad, the one word we have used constantly over the last decade, is depth. So it's so mm. hard to break into that team. Gone are the days that you know, the flux in the middle order. You might see some players some tour, some players another tour. If it is that, it's because we're actually watching players' workloads. For the most part, these guys are all performing so consistently. So I don't really know where I see Michael Bracewell fitting into that side. I'm not sure exactly how he would break into it. But if he does, it sounds like he's in the right place to take his opportunity and not get kicked back out. He's going to have a chance because uh, the start of the tour collides with... um uh, collides with the IPL, yes. so there's going to be an opportunity for these younger guys to get a real uh, a chance to, you know, give the selectors some something to think about, and, and that's where it all starts. So if they put in those good performances and those warm up games to say that they are ready to take on the take it to the next level, those guys will do it. You got AJ's Patel, and it's great to see AJ's Patel coming back into the fold. You know, we know what he did over in India, team wicket bag. You know, only a handful have ever done that ever, and then we've never seen him. Obviously, he had a few injury little niggles that he had to get through, but great to see AJ's coming back into the fold, taking up that senior spinner role, and um, yeah, they've got some depth, Louis. They've got depth, and that's the great thing about New Zealand cricket. And we didn't ask the question about pathways, but I'm pretty sure that New Zealand pathways with the cricket, they've got a good format, they've got good competitions, solid competitions, and uh, that's been a, a big you know, way that reason why that they've been able to go and take it to the next level on the international scene. Yeah, bang on, Izzy. Uh, the pathways of New Zealand cricket, they've, they've forged and they've done a really, really good job. It's quarter past seven this morning. Uh, here with Chemist Warehouse, of course, great savings every day. 0800 150 811. After this, we're going to react and get Kempe's reaction in particular to the news that, well, it was more of a declaration than anything, that Reese Walsh is seeing out his Warriors contract. You heard it, well, yesterday first, he came out, front-footed it. He's not going anywhere. 0800 150 As a Warriors fan, how does that make you feel? Was it relief? Was it a weight off your shoulder? Give us a call, you Warriors Cyclopses, and let us know, do you believe him? That's what I want to hear. Do you believe him, and do you feel much, much better now knowing that Reese Walsh and his manager are very confident that they will see out their contract? We're going to talk that after this. Again, here with the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Talk to you soon. NZ app and hear us anywhere, anytime. Spoil mum this Mother's Day. Find Calvin Klein Euphoria 100 mil, 54.99 at Chemist Warehouse and Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. You're listening to Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SCNZ. SCNZ 0800 150 811. That's the Kennard's Hire phone line. And Joe from Gizzy, we're going to get to you in a second. I'm going to New Zealand next year. My manager and I haven't even discussed other options because we've always known that is the case. 
Reese Walsh yesterday, Kempi, what was your first reaction? Uh, the P, the PR machines, um, well and truly, the wheels are turning on it. You know, like someone had to come out and and say after Paul Kent said last week that in the next couple of weeks uh, Brisbane will announce a signing of Reese Walsh. He, he actually didn't say the Dolphins. Um, so I th- look, I think it had to happen. I think you know, with them coming home on July third, if if it wasn't sorted before then. Uh, they would have been hell to pay um, uh, from the public especially. So good on him for coming out and fronting it. That's the main thing. Good on him for coming out and fronting it. Yeah, I completely agree. Joe on 0800-150-811 from the beautiful Gizzy. What did you make of it, mate? Yeah, morning, boys. Uh, it was neither here or there for me, eh? Just uh, looking at the table at the moment, the bottom eight teams, the eight, eight fullbacks that are playing, he's the shortest, got the least amount of run metres, got most missed tackles, right? So I hear what you're saying, Kimby, with a PR machine. It's okay, we need to keep him. If he went to the Dolphins, obviously neither here nor there for me as a hardcore fan. But um, we just lost Taylor, which I thought if he came back in form, he'd be a better option for us in the midfield. Maybe put someone back there of those three who are playing. Uh, play fullback. We've got Toru Harris, who's, unfortunately, if he doesn't come back you know, this year as well as in his off-contract, we've got plenty of room in our cap, Kimby. We could have gone and tried and hit up Someone, you know, if Reese Walsh was going to go to the Dolphins, but, uh, I don't think it would have been that great a miss for us. Hey, Joe, can I just you know as a ask you a question as a as a Warriors fan? What what do you think from a from a communications perspective is a better way to handle um, all of this miscommunication or I guess speculation and around our, what we consider our top line players being here or not being here? How would you like to he- hear that as a fan? The problem is, Kempi, the contracts aren't worth the paper they're written on, mate. I mean, oh, I'm a big fan of the NRL 360 boys. They come out with mm. rumours and, you know, this is happening and this is happening for even the clubs know it, and the clubs have to react to that. It's not the other way around where the, cl- where the, where the players and the club get on the front foot. Boys watch Monday, Tuesday, there's always some rumour. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the clubs have to defend that rumour. I just think Cameron George, uh, Nathan Brown... They need to come out with a strategy and say, listen, we want to sign these players two, three years. This is where we're going. Right? They never come out and say that. In the end, you know, we sign up another thug, in, uh, Barnett, coming from the, from, from the Knights, who's average. We're losing another thug with Lodge. So it's just like, hey, where's our consistency? Who are we targeting? Who, who are we looking mm. to buy so our, our, our shape stays the same? You know, so that we keep those same type of players coming through and keep our young ones coming through, you know, in New Zealand, Kempi. I mean, you, you're on the board of the Auckland Rugby. You know there's some great young kids coming through. A lot of them are getting scouted overseas. I've I got a nephew. He's six foot four, playing standoff for the Burley Bears, and he's in the Titans under-16s, under-18s. My sister is in the Goldie, right? And that kid is outstanding. He's been hit up by five clubs of the Warriors, and he'd love to play for the Warriors. Mm, mm. That's all. That's awesome. That's awesome, Joe. Thanks a lot for your uh, call today and the passion and the reason why I asked about the communication. Mm. I, is he? I just want to. I just want to um, get your advice on this. Like, mm. I I think the days have gone when you can expect the public to just listen or read to read something and not have an opinion, <laughs> like a like a valid mm. opinion too. That that answer there validated a hell of a lot of stuff that I've been saying. They're they're the best scouts in the districts. 
Yeah, I've got a mm. I've got a six foot four nephew playing stand off. Thank God, man, what a player! You know, we want to be told what the strategy is. You know, and mm. what what does it what does it mean for the next three years when you're letting one player who's the same player that we're signing go? It looks like the team's staying the same, mate. Well, that is a fantastic call from Joe. Yeah, great call from Joe, and he touched on it there, mate. We're constantly being reactive instead of being proactive and I love it come out and just screw it out I want Munster I want to sign Munster and I'll, I'll throw the kitchen sink at it to try and get this guy let us know instead of saying look I've got some big signings coming and uh, you're going to be blowing away speculation so everyone speculates and then bang they they announce this player I've never even heard of so it's it's interesting great call there from um, from Joe and Gizzy but I want to ask you this question we got Walsh we got Walsh Till 2023, and hopefully, if he does, he stays on. Joe from Gizzy is obviously not a fan, but I don't see anyone else fulfilling that fullback role unless we go to the districts and someone blows our mind and comes through and, and takes that role up. But Walsh is there, and we're trying to build a spine. So who do we build around Walsh? If he is our spine, he is our marquee player, he is the big dog in that, in that team right now, let's be honest. Who do we build the spine around? I'll give you an example. You look at the Highlanders when they won their 2015 title. 2011-2012, horrible. Bottom of the table. They had Smith at nine. They had, they had Ben Smith at fullback. They went out and they built a spine. They went out, they got Sapwanga. They went out, they got Buckman. They got Fikitoa from Auckland. They brought him down. They got Waisaki Naholo in the, in, the, in the forwards. They had Joe Wheeler. They, they poached uh, Nasi Manu from Canterbury. He came down, played eight. They had Ash Dixon from the Hurricanes and the Blues. He came down and fulfilled all those key roles within the room. They went through some tough times and for three, two, two or three years. They built a spine. They won a title in 2015. So how do the Warriors replicate that? Look, I, look. I think the I think the recruitment is strategy. The recruitment strategy is really stale. I think a, a lot of the people that mm. they got in there are, are dead wood, and they need to move, be moved on. Because what you're talking about. Is your your what you just said there is exactly how you should be thinking. Let's get four players, and let's develop the players to go around them. Melbourne do it. Mel, Melbourne actually do mm. it. They've got the template. But what we do, and if you look through the salary cap, our two marquee players are Matt Hodge and Fanua Blake. They're our marquee players. Mm. You know, not Roger Tuivasa Sheik. They've gone from the spine to the front row. So what you do with mm. your salary cap is you spread your salary cap over the middle and then when you go to sign the, the, the big halves, and there's not enough of them around the comp, let's, let's be totally honest, but when you go to get, sign a Munster who's on the market at the moment saying, you know, by all accounts that he's willing to look at something else and you want to throw all the kitchen sink out of him, you have to start to move players around to try and get him here to the club so, so that you have the money. Mm. So I think what you're talking about, it makes total sense to me. You strategize on what is our long-term vision. I think for me, mm. it isn't the four players. It's got to be. It starts at the front, at the front end, at the head office. Because uh, I, I look at that. I look at the Highlanders. It, you know, you think back to 2011, 2012. There was nothing enticing about going down to the deep south, a team that has never won. That's you constantly been last. But there was something behind the scenes. You know, they had Jamie Joseph, who was b making them believe. They had Tony Brown. Say, look, no one believes in us. Why don't you come down here and we can start something special? So there has to be something special behind the scenes that the Warriors need to do to entice these superstar players. And it starts, for me, with Walsh and, and Fanua Blake and those guys instilling belief and saying, we can build a spine around this. It's going to be tough two years, but we can get to where we want to be.
Izzy, I hear what you're saying, but I actually don't know if Walsh is the right sort of player because what you're talking about, what is that something that was different? I think if you, you rattle off the names, you rattle off. What's the really, what's the overwhelming thing about all those guys? Amazing character. They had a, mm. a re- and I'm not questioning a kid's character, but what I'm hearing when Reese Walsh says I'm going to play for the Warriors in 2023 and I'm making the trip back is that I'm probably not playing in 2024. And then that's my that's my whole um, mm. conversation around Deadwood. You know what I mean? Like your recruitment strategy uh, should be built on something more solid than just uh, like you said a reactive situation. We're going to sign that player because he's on the market. Mm. You know, someone needs to sit in a room. Uh, to give you an example, I went to the San Diego Chargers with Marty Schottenheimer. I walked into a room, it was it was f- as big as this whole office, and wall-to-wall names from every kid that was in high school and university and a 10-year plan of who was going to fill um, their, their quarterback and their running back and their lineback positions. All right, so mm. they had the strategy on what they were building. We don't have it. Yeah, I love the passion there, Izzy and Kempe. Uh, the Chargers now, of course, with Justin Herbert at quarterback, and he's really franchised, going to change the way they play. There's one really good text here about Munster. How much will he end up for? We'll get to that after the news with Aroha. Double eight, double three. what is the Warriors' long-term strategy? And actually, answer me this one. Is Reese Walsh a Warrior in 2024? So he's confirmed he's playing in 2023, but if Izzy and Kempe are saying, let's build a platform for four or five years and let's turn this around like the Highlanders did, is Reese Walsh part of that spine? What do you think? Double uh, double eight double three or 0800 150 Here's Araha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. SCNZ, we are 27 away from 8 this morning. Villarreal are 1-0 up in the second leg tie of the Champions League semi-final against Liverpool. That makes it 2-1 on aggregate to Liverpool. 32 minutes 3. This is going to be an absolute corker, I promise you that. Double eight, double three. The Chemist Warehouse is real house of fragrances this Mother's Day. And we've got a fragrance for a mum in your life. We're asking you, what is your mum or your kid's mum or a mum in your life favourite New Zealand song? Because it is New Zealand Music Month. King Capisi with us for the whole next hour. Look, we're talking cricket this morning, and Michael Bracewell, he's got to call up into that Black Caps test squad. Well, Ben Stokes is the new captain of the English squad we're going to play, and he's pretty happy. I don't think it's a culture change at all, because we've got a very, very good culture going on in the dressing room, you know, not just across our red ball stuff, but in the white ball team as well. No culture change for the English. Well, speaking of culture, Michael Bracewell told us that there's something really special that goes on with this Black Caps side. I played a bit of rugby growing up, and... I always really relished that rugby culture of everyone in it together and things like that. And I think that's probably the thing that stood out for me in that Black Caps environment at the moment is it, it seems like they, everyone's just putting the team first and, and really buying into that culture, which I think it's no, no, reason, uh, no secret to the success that they've had that they've really tried to put the team first and, and play for each other, which is, which is pretty exciting. Congratulations to Michael Bracewell, Cam Fletcher, Blair Tickner, all new faces in that Black Caps test squad. If you want to catch up with that uh, Michael Bracewell interview, and he is a super dude, uh, head to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Our podcast channels just download the SENZ app. A bit of a culture shot in the arm. That's what the, ho- the Warriors are hoping they'll get when they return home, Kempe. And one text that <laughs> says, you must be stoked to see Reese Walsh come out and talk about that contract and just front foot it. You must be. Oh, 100%. I think, I think 
there should be a hell of a lot more transparency as opposed to the, the you know one of those comments that Joe made from Gizzy in and around the the TV and the journalism's um, journalists make a comment on a Tuesday and the clubs react on a Thursday. Well, make a comment on Monday and answer all those questions. You know what I mean? Like get the mm. get on the front foot, be more transparent. Why why is there such a secret? Why is everything such a secret? Izzy, what do you reckon? Oh, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I think it's just a mentality in, in Kiwi sport, you know, and particularly I, I felt in the rugby scene, we never wanted to give too much away. We never wanted to go out and, and be our real selves. And now you've seen it with all the post-match uh, interviews. Everyone, you know, they say the same thing. Everyone just goes on with the same kind of calls. And, and I, look, I look over at American sport, and they're leading the way with how they approach the – whole scenario of, of their identity, their, their brand, you know, they are uh, uh, part of a team, but they're also their individual brands as well, and they really embrace it. So, yeah, it's an interesting um, situation that we've got going on. I really commended Walshie, and that's why I'm supporting him in this, and I really hope that beyond 2023 that he stays, and he, he puts it in. There was a uh, text message there talking about Walsh's second-year blues. Look, yeah, in all honesty, but he's in a team that's struggling, that has struggled, I, th- I think I've, I've commended him with his effort. Yes, he's missing tackles, but so is half the team. And, and yes, he's probably making some decisions, but I'll never, ever back, um, you know, to grudge a, a, a young kid for having a crack and having a crack and following, the, uh, backing his instincts. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's had a tough old slog, but he's given a good effort. But anyway, we've got Richie on the line. He wants to talk about Reese Walsh. Richie, what do you got for us, bud? Hey, mate, just with Reese Walsh, you know, I'm, I'm happy he's staying, but also... You know, he, he owes the Warriors more than just 2023. You know, they could have ended his contract um, at the start of the year with everything that went on uh, towards the end of last season. But, you know, going going back to recruitment as well, um, been having a great big think about it. Why aren't we going to universities and saying, and whether it's New Zealand Rugby or New Zealand Sport and or and New Zealand Rugby League, saying, hey, we want to buy a sports hall. We're going to bring these kids up or down to your universities. They're going to go to college, um, uni, uni here, but then once a month bring them up to Auckland or down to Christchurch to train under coaches like Scott Robson and and people like Kempe, you know, get these guys in and mm. and start bringing them into that environment. We've got so many high school kids that are leaving, going straight over to seeds. I know about three or four kids um, and who went from my high school over to England to play rugby. Mm. Yeah, no, Look, I, I love what you said. Oh, sorry, sorry, Keith. I'll throw it to you. I, I know, particularly, I can speak of my experience. I know the Crusaders do it. They've got a real good relationship with University of Canterbury and Lincoln Uni. Lincoln Uni are the leading um, rugby club competition down here, so they're, they're leading the way. So I know Aaron Webb, he is a big part of that. We've had him on our show. He does that. He goes out. I, I think, yeah, we can't, we can't get everyone, but I think the main guys are getting picked up. I can only speak on the Crusaders' term for you, Kempe, in the league term. Are they doing that? Are they yeah. getting down to the unions and, and regions getting it? No. <laughs> No, they're not, mm. and, yeah, and they, they <laughs> no. have they have no a lack of pathways. They have a, a minimal pathway to mm. play. But the, the interesting conversation around universities is that's where all your better volunteers come from too. So you know, mm. it's not it's not, not just, just about the players creating a pathway for a player. But yeah. imagine having university educated degree holders um, volunteering in your club, running accounts for your treasury and governance. You know, it just makes total sense. So great, and again, another great caller. Appreciate that, Richie, on Kenna Tire phone line 0800 will always fit you in. Don't worry about that. Joe Moody, he's a bit tougher to fit in because he is a big boy. And uh, look, packing <laughs> down in the front row, we're going to miss him for the next few while, not just the Crusaders, the All Blacks too. 
knee ACL. Tough work. Uh, he's been good enough to join us today. He's a good pal of Izzy's. Let's catch up with Joe Moody after this and find out how he's going ahead of his surgery. Baz and Izzy for breakfast, 21 from 8. Yes, Baz and Izzy for breakfast. SCNZ coming up to quarter to eight. Now we're going to talk a bit about rugby union. The one and only Joe Moody is a hard man to track down. He's on the farm. He's probably been up nice and early putting the covers on the horses, getting the tractor nice and warm to go put some fencing in. He does it all. He's a multi-talented man is our Joe Moody. He's coming back from a... Well, he isn't coming back. He's got surgery tomorrow on his ACL. He's out for six months. It's unfortunate as the, the All Blacks and the Crusaders would love his services right now, but he's out. He's going to surgery tomorrow. He's on the phone right now. Joe Moody. Morning, brother. Good morning, Izzy. That's a hell of an intro for me, mate. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Great to have you on the show, mate. I, I hit you up yesterday and I said, can you come on? You said, oh, what about 8.30? And I said, 8.30? You're a farmer, mate. You're on a life sentence block like me. You'll be up at 5 a.m. Surely you've been out in the battle, really. Mate, like I said to you yesterday, today's my day off, so uh, I was actually I was enjoying a wee sleep in, and I'm I'm not long out of the pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough, mate. Fair enough. We won't hold you for too long, but Joey, I know you um, had an unfortunate event not so long ago. The, the devastating news: you're out for six months with the ACL. How's it going, mate? How's the knee? And uh, you know, you heading into surgery tomorrow? Yeah, well. I wish it was only six months, is it? But it's actually uh, eight to nine months just the rehab for that. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Like you said, I've got surgery tomorrow. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it, really. Just get in there, get it done, and um, then sort of start on the road to recovery and getting back right, I guess. So, um, yeah, I, I know there's not really any good time to have this sort of thing but I suppose mm. as far as timing goes it, it's probably pretty good uh, get it out of the way now and then uh, come back into next season humming for you know pretty pretty big things on big jobs on next year so yeah yeah yeah. I'm pretty sure they'll be excited to get you back mate what, what are you going to get up to obviously you've got a bit of rehab you'll be pretty slow at the start of it but once you get moving you'll be able to do some things so what does Joe Moody do yeah, to fulfil his time, obviously, away from the farm. You, you got anything you can get out to? And I know you enjoy your hunting, because I've got Chris, your brother-in-law, here. He's tell, he told me to talk to him about hunting. He loves guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a few projects lined up, actually, to keep me busy for part of it. It's probably not going to keep me busy for eight to nine months, but, um, yeah. yeah, I've got a few jobs to keep me going once I get somewhat mobile anyway. Uh, yeah, on the gun front, I've got a new gun that I've built and, or had built, uh, so I've got to do a bit of load development, build up a load for that, get that sorted. Um, nice. Got a bit of tractor work. I've got a, got some uh, water pipe to put in for some troughs for my cows. Um, got another fence line to do. Um, you know, I've got a couple of weeks project of building projects. It's a hole. What's that, sorry? Oh, the pipes for the irrigation, are they on top of the ground or under the ground? Nah, under the ground, mate. Use the, use the mole plough, do it properly. Hey, talk, talk, talking about guns, I've got a couple of cannons you can borrow. Um, Joe, just, just you know, that's where the that's where the brain, you know, the front rows where all the brain surgeons and the heart surgeons are, the, the the scientists. Just tell us your take on the uh, the All Blacks this year and and where you see them as far as uh, the end of year uh, tour. Are they are they competitive or you know what what's your thoughts on the All Black team this year? 
Um, I think after after last season and everything with a couple of results and that not going our way, I think uh, mm. I think maybe we've got a lot to got a lot to prove this year. So um, I think you'll see a highly motivated side as far as the uh, players and management go. And uh, I honest, I think they'll put in some pretty good performances this season as, as we really need to to uh, you know shut up a few critics and pr- prove a point, I suppose. What what about the role uh, moves? You've seen the 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 evolve the involvement of of the prop, the modern day prop being so skillful, mobile. Do you think the role this year will potentially change with the way that France and England play? They play a real direct, embraceive kind of game. Will you see the role of, of kind of the front row style changing uh, with with the game plan style of that the All Blacks will be trying to instill? Uh, yeah, I think there will be a little bit, to be honest. Um, it was already trying to get drilled into us, I suppose, since, well, hmm. probably since 2019, I guess, uh, with the coaches just trying to get uh, all the props on another level as far as fitness and everything goes to be more mobile, hmm. uh, be more active and dominant through our, through our ball carries, through our tackle, and just all around the field, really, just being, being more active and, uh, yeah. Hmm. And, and everything we do, I suppose. Hey, Moods, just tell me, you know, you guys know better than anybody because you're sitting there next to them. Who's the bolter? Who's the bolter front rower or hooker coming in this year? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, well, I'm put on the spot a little bit here. I'm not really too sure, to be honest. I know you've got that Blues uh, hooker, Kurt Eklund. He seems to be scoring lots of tries. I'm not too sure how he's been going around the park, but, you know, I suppose there's potential for him in the hooker hooker role. Um, I know Samasoni, um, he was going good in the opportunities he was given last season as well. Mm. Um, Yeah, I think... Yeah, Samasoni, he he could be a, a real good one to watch. To be honest, he's yeah, he's got a lot of potential. Um, on the propping side about, of things, sorry, what was that? Sorry, I was just going to ask you about Fletcher Newell because oh, you're probably going to touch on him. He's been in the Crusaders. How does he how's he going, mate? You're pretty impressed with how he's been able to transition to the into the Crusaders. Yeah, mate, he's uh, he's only a young fella, but um, no, nah, he's. Mm. He's been doing everything right in the environment. Um, yeah, he's yeah getting around the park. He's uh, strong at set piece. Um, mm. Yeah, he he's ticking all the boxes. I suppose it's just I don't, I don't know what uh, what what the coaches exactly are going to be looking for in, in that role. But um, mm. yeah, he's he's putting his hand up for everything that he can. That well, doing everything right, he can do anyway. Well, I'm pretty sure they'll be asking uh, Joe Moody for his advice, mate. You've played over, what, 60 or 70-odd tests, mate. You've been there and done it all. So uh, we appreciate you coming on the show, Joe Moody, mate. You're an outstanding man. All the best with the surgery tomorrow and your recovery and, and enjoy the time off. Like you said, it's not very often you get a 6 months break. You know, you can look at the negatives of it, but you've got a positive ahead of you, mate. You get a time away with the family. So enjoy it and uh, all the best, brother. <laughs> Cheers, Diggy. Thanks for having me on, mate. Awesome. There is Joe Moody. You asked him the bolters, eh? That's a question. He was like, oh, okay. Who am I going to say that's going to bolt? Oh, Kurt he, gave, he gave up he a couple. On Kurt. Yeah, he gave up a yeah, couple, mate. Kurt Eklund. You know, those front mm. rowers, they, um, 
no, they don't mince their words. Eh? I don't know. Like in rugby league's the same thing too, is he? So good to get that out of him. Mm. And uh, it was quite good to hear. Sorry, sorry, Louis. Sorry, brother. Uh, it was quite good to hear um, him talk about the involvement of the prop. Obviously, in 2019, they've been told, you know, like where they need to be, mobile, more active in their defence, more aggression in their um, carries, and kind of really nailed it. And that's what Ken Laban was kind of talking about when he came on the show. Just need to be a bit more physical in our front row, and that's what I was trying to lead him into. So it was good to get that gravy from him. Yeah, and I thought, Izzy, you, you made the telling point. Like, no matter what, the All Blacks will want to be watching his rehab so carefully because he's just got the wealth of experience in the front row. Yeah, mm. He has done it all. And um, hopefully a really quick recovery for one of our strongest front rowers, Joe Moody. There you go. If you're just tuning in now, head to Baz and Izzy for breakfast, our podcast channels. You can catch up with that. After this, we've got a couple of texts to get to before the end of the hour. Remember, double eight, double three. You, uh, we want to know. What's your mum's favourite Kiwi song? We've got a fragrance from the Chemist Warehouse to give you for Mother's Day. Your mum, a mum in your life. It's New Zealand Music Month. We're asking you, what's your mum or a mum in your life's favourite Kiwi track? We're going to talk New Zealand Music Month up after 8 o'clock as well. Back with your texts after this. It's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. I tell you what, my old lady's a lifetime publican and a rooster to boot. Even after hearing it murdered by every quarter cast of South South of Christchurch, she still gets the hips wiggling to ten guitars anytime <laughs> it's played karaoke. And all oh, that's from Harrison. Harrison, I love that. That's awesome, Izzy. That is so good. That is a song that gets belted out in everyone's garages on the weekend. Hey, Uncle, you would have. There was a band of men. <laughs> yep, of course, brother. Everyone knows that tune. Yeah, it's a good old classic. And then we've got another one here. My mum's favourite Kiwi song is We Don't Know How Lucky We Are. The old sports cafe theme song with Lana and Maka. That is from Jamie. So keep those coming in. Your favourite songs. That reminds you of mum. Or something that, you you know, a little Sunday afternoon you sing along with mum and, and, the, and the, on the couch in the living room watching Sunday news or something that just reminds you of mum. Send it through on double eight double three the text machine. And we will give you the chance. You will win a cologne, a little fragrance for your mum or for your, your wife that is the mother of your kids. We've got to support it. It's their big day this Sunday, and we should celebrate it. They are very, very special. I lost mine earlier uh, last year, middle of last year. I miss her dearly. I always think of her. It's a tough old time, but we've got to celebrate them and tell them how much you love them every single day. Anyway, coming up, King Capisi. He's in the house. I can see him on the camera. He's in the studio. We've got a whole hour. It's New Zealand Music Month. King Capisi talking sport and music. I'm going to go get a McCafe coffee right now. I'm thirsty. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Call mum this Mother's Day. Find YSL Parisian 90 mil, 119.99 at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ.
Good morning, Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Wednesday, the 4th of May, we got Louis Herman Watt, we got Tony Kemp, we got Joe and Kez in the kitchen with Aroha doing a great job on the news. Thanks for tuning in. We've had a good uh, show so far. We had Joe Moody on it. We just spoke to Joe Moody not so long ago. He's going in for surgery tomorrow on his ACL. He's out for actually eight to nine week, uh, months recovery. So a long time out of the game, but an opportunity for him to come back bigger, faster and fitter leading into next year's Rugby World Cup in France. Yes, we're only one year away from the Rugby World Cup. We also spoke to Michael Bracewell. He is part of that new look uh, test side that is taking on England over in England. Ben Stokes, new captain for the English side. Uh, new look, yeah, Blair Tickner, you got Cam Fletcher, and a few of the old faces, Tim Southey, Kane Williamson. 13 of that 15 uh, test side that won the WCT Championship in England as a part of that makeup. So they got a good, strong side heading over to take on the English. And yesterday we also spoke to Henry Lawton. Any parents out there, gamers, uh, love, love the game, PlayStation, Xbox, computers, all their kids are uh, right into the gaming. And you're probably thinking, get off that thing. you got no hope, no future. Well, you have to have a listen to this. Henry Lawton yesterday spoke about eSports in schools. So head over to the podcast on the SCNZ app, Baz and Izzy for breakfast, and you'll listen to that. It is fascinating, and it'll probably change your perspective on what you think about gaming and doing great things in our schooling world. But right now, boys, it is New Zealand Music Month, and we love celebrating music. I'm a love, I love my music. I'm all about it. And it's six past eight, and listen to this. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast, celebration of New Zealand Music Month. Te Maramapu Oro o Aotearoa. Today joined by the legendary King Kapisi. Mamba apu pu, mamba apu pu. King Kapisi, he's in the house, known as Bull Urali. Yeah, that is his banger, mate. I was just having a little read of his accolades. He's the first New Zealand hip-hop artist in New Zealand to receive the prestigious Silver Scroll Award at the APRA Awards for Songwriter of the Year for his single, Reverse Resistance, in 1999. He's an absolute champion. He's on the show for the next hour. King Capisi, morena. Morena, talo for love. Kia ora My law family, how are you guys doing out there? It's nice to be here. <laughs> yes. We're doing good, man. Super Thanks good so much for joining here. us on the show. Thank you for having me, fam. We know you. Uh, we know your act. We know how good you are in the in the music world, but we know you're a sports fan too. We're a sports show, so, mate. Thank you for joining us. What have you been up to? Well, randomly, brother, I I probably am one of the only musos that have their own sports show. So I've yeah. got a, a basketball show called Hoops of Life. Uh, we've probably done 38 interviews over the last year and a half with tall blacks, tall ferns, breakers, national coaches, Piero Cameron, Jody Cameron. You know, and basically because I'm, I'm a hooper and I've been hooping for a long time. So so um, I'm out there to, to spread the good word about basketball, but also about trying to keep fit and doing your thing. <laughs> how good, how good. So you'll be up and about with the NBL, the Sal's NBL with... Uh Spoken about it on our show. It's just starting, and now we we got Otago Nuggets, SCNZ, a part of that yep. organization and part of their journey. Um, so, mate, awesome things that you're doing. But we spoke about earlier a song that reminds you of mum. Surely you've got a song that your mum used to sing, or you know something that brings back memories. Does it have to be a Kiwi song? 
Nah, anything. Oh, so uh, oh, anything. Oh, probably like you know when I guess dear mama from Tupac. That's probably the one that you yeah. know and and randomly shout out to all the uh, to the dads and the uh, the the children that uh, uh, celebrated uh, Mother's Day on uh, last Sunday because that's what I did. I had I was one week out, <laughs> <laughs> so my wife yeah. goes, "Well, I get two Mother's Day." So yes, you do love. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, it's um, New Zealand Music Month. It is, brother. Uh, Caps, and uh, it's something that I think there's always been a lot of synergy, Kempi, between sport, entertainment, uh, production, music, and that kind of entertainment business. Mm. So I, I couldn't think of a better artist to kick off our series, and we're going to try to catch up with a few than yourself yes. because you kind of amalgamate all those. You're like the melting pot for everything cultural touchstone in New Zealand, I think, anyway. Well, brother, you know what I mean? Like, uh, um, I'm six foot three, I, you know, I run uh, sprints, I high jump, I, you know, play basketball. Probably about three, four years ago, I'm a, I'm an old fella now, but I could dunk three years ago before, uh, you know, like, uh, so, you know, I'm an athlete, I nearly played for Samoa, you know, that type of thing. Um, but, um, you know, just, I think over, over our life, you know, with the music thing, we always talk about the music, and it's New Zealand Music Month. But honestly, I go one month is that all? You know, like just let's mm. be honest here. Let's talk about it. New Zealand Music Month. You know what? And I go, well, can't we have a New Zealand Music Year or a couple of years? And it's just that whole, oh, you know, we have to, you know, um, stick to whatever guidelines. But as a muso, I still believe that just there's not enough push for New Zealand music. That's just me being honest. You know, we want honesty on the show, right? Oh yeah. Hey, Caps. Kempe here. Yeah. Love it, <laughs> mate. Caps, just tell us about the the journey with sport and and of course music and where that's taking you. I know that you've just written a, a song for us at the Auckland rugby league and you've uh, written one um, or got one and writing down there for the hurricanes so hurricanes just take us on your journey at the moment connecting uh, music and sport yeah fans I mean like for me there's probably there are a lot of uh, musos that are into sports and they might play sports but they don't go out and promote sports and that's probably the difference between me and most most people that are out there uh, being a muso and being a hooper for me is basically the same thing and I, I promote music like I, I promote basketball and I'm a big believer in is that when uh, we, when I was a, a kid uh, New Zealand just sorry just music and, and sports basketball stopped me from doing silly stuff and so I'm a big advocate for for making sure that our next uh, you know bunch of, of generation of youth that's what they do because you know um, what else are we going to go out there and do other than try and promote goodness Hey King, uh, at the start of that, I love what you're hearing, uh, saying there, mate, and, and you're bringing the passion. At the start of the show, I spoke about uh, music in New Zealand and, and musicians that have so much talent, and, and there's a lot of uh, musicians here that never really get elevated to where we yes. want them to be. Yeah. Do you think there's enough being done, or what can we do better in New Zealand to be able to elevate our musician, our big bands, to maybe get out in the big world and get that exposure that we're after? Well, probably because I've been doing like around the world, played over the States, played over at Glastonbury, mm. played some of the biggest you know festivals in the world. Uh, there's only a couple of like bands, probably 10, 15 bands from Aotearoa that actually tour regularly around the world. And and to be honest, yeah. honest, there's not that many musos that can actually make a, a living just off music. There's probably whoa, 15 bands and, and, and that's a lot of, mm. you know, that's uh, stuff off bands realistically when it comes down to being able to make a, a, a living just out of music. Most of us either have to wash dishes, do other jobs, you know, clean or do whatever we have to do to make that music. But, 
it's like uh, you know, it's like sports. We're passionate about it, and the one thing that I've I've found that if you if you keep true to your goal, uh, at some stage potentially you might be able to travel around the world. So I've been a representative for you know South Pacific, New Zealand, Aotearoa, Samoa music around the world, and I sort of call myself I'm like an all black of music. So when, when other people mm. go, what do you do, bro? I'm like, bro, I'm like the one benchmark. Of the, well, I'm one of the you know I think you know it's no it's useless me saying that I'm not good. Like, you know, I, I want to yeah. be like, when yeah. I was younger, I wanted to be like, be like Neil Finn and Dave Dobbin. So, you know, they were, they, they were our dudes when we were growing <laughs> up, right? And I said to my yeah. brother, Shay Fu, I said, Shay, when we're older, we're going to be the Neil Finn and the Dave Dobbin of the next generation. And sort of it's worked. So uh, we've still got work to do. You know, we still, the crazy thing is for me, bro, is that when we jump on stage, mm. we still kill those those crowds. Like, you know, we rip those stages. And a lot of, because it's hip-hop music, our buzz is to get them up and get them rowdy and go, Rawr! where other music uh, musicians are probably, let's just sit down and listen to a nice tune and sit back and drink a glass of wine. But within the hip-hop scene and the reggae scene, it's not about that. It's about getting people yeah. in. I'm a, I'm a true believer in it is that they pay for their money to get in. You rock them all the way till they yeah. leave. Yeah. Mm. Love it. Entertainment. Mate, I, I love it. And, and one another question I want to ask you is, is it a small market thing? Is it something, because we've got such a small market, we don't have the big numbers probably watching us? Or is it a mindset thing? Because we come from down under, we're in our little bubble, that potentially artists and bands probably don't have the confidence to go try new things, so they get stuck in their own certain ways and they don't want to break that cycle? Is, think, is that, do you reckon that's part of it? I think for me, bro, because I got signed to a, to a, a smaller label, a Festival of Mushroom, then that got eaten up and got eaten up by Warner Music. So that became a, a bigger, you know, sort of beast. And mm. um, I released three albums here, but also I released three albums in Australia. So I'm well-known here, but I'm also well-known in Australia as well. And, you know, I guess other times mm. we've, we've taught around the rest of the world as well. So Yeah, you're well known around the world. We, we all know that. Me and you know that. Hey, we've often sat down, me and you, talked about the yep. social implications for our whānau, mm. um, being Māori, being Pacifica. Yes, um, just tell, tell, tell me a little bit about, you know, Izzy uses that word elevate. Mm. What, what, do you, what do you think, using music and sport, how does that elevate our communities? For me, it's like I've got a, 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 a event that's called Elevated Family Park Jam. And basically, my wife came up with a word. She, she was like, elevated. I was like, great. And um, through the last maybe three, four, five years, me and my wife and our small team, we've served up to 23, 24, 25,000 people just by ourselves. And I don't think that's normal. No, so, you know, it's not. Well, it's, it is to me. So I go, well, this is what we're here to do. We're here on this earth. I'm good at music and I'm good at doing some other things. So I might as well rock that till the wheels fall off. But um, for me, that I've I've always been a reluctant role model. I didn't want to be a, a, a role model, but I ended up being one. So the whole buzz is for me is that I've I've been really lucky. My parents were still together, they were, you know, their whole lives, and I had a good family base. And I've been able to work from that base just to be able to go out and try and do good work out there for our communities because I give a damn. Probably a lot of people like when in mm. the daytime they just go to work and they just do their job. They come back, watch some TV, have some dinner, go sleep. But that's not me. I'm sort of like, well, I've got more energy to go out and do some other good stuff, and we're going to go out and serve the community. So, you know, I've I've been able to serve nations. I was on this call with you know this music group around the the Pacific, and there was like 43 Pacific Islands, and all of them jumped on and said, "King Kapisi, you have been an inspiration to our music." And I was like, "Damn." Like when I was writing all these songs 25 years ago up till now, I never knew that it was going to work. 
you know, you never know. You just give it a blast and you go, but after 25, 30 years of making music, I go, damn, those songs that I made actually worked and they've gone around the world. They've been able to pay my family, you know, I mean, feed my family, all of that stuff, and I, I can still do it right now. We've got King Capisi in studio with us. It's New Zealand Music Salute. Month. Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Throughout the whole hour, I'm almost certain Caps would love to hear from you and field any questions uh, you've got about his career, professional, personal life, and you, you talking about the Pacific Island and what you've meant, like that representation. Mm. And you said that you didn't really know if it was going to work. When did it start to dawn on you that you were kind of a beacon or you were that person for these people? I don't know, it was just randomly, you know, uh, just getting out there and doing gigs and and just being, you know, like uh, also fans, like um, I randomly walked into Farmers, right? I had a CD of my first album, then I had a picture of five T-shirts. Then I walked out with a, you know, $40,000 order and I had to go and make T-shirts. So there's not many other artists that have gone out there and had a clothing label in Farmers in a department store. I've had my own sneaker. I've made everything other than yeah. socks and undies. So, so you know, so like I've, I've, done, I've done heaps. But the, the, the thing is for me, bro, is that I've had the chance to be able to make an impact and I might have 15, 20 years left on my life, right? But I'm going to make a damn good impact, you know, until I die. Making a difference. Make Caps. a big difference, bro. You're Give making, it a blast. You're making a, you're making a big difference. Whanganui Atara, your yes. home. Pornica, your home. I'm from uh, Wellington, Pornica. Island Bay, Lyle Bay, uh, Newtown Boy. Used to run the sidelines, I hear, for Murray Mixted, uh, Bernie Fraser and Stu Wilson. Ta- ta- take us through a little bit of that <laughs> down in Pornica. I was, I was, uh, I was the uh, ball boy <laughs> at Athletic Park. Oh, wow. And so I was able to see, you know, Bernie's corner, watch Stu Wilson do his thing. And, you know, I was there for the All Black Games when they were like, you know, I was the dude when they kicked the ball out, I had to go chase the ball. And so, you know, we still had boots on and, and I was like, oh, mate, sometimes they got, you know, kicked far away. But randomly, they used to pay us just a little bit and in lamingtons. So, you know, I'm, I'm a sweet tooth. I was like, you know, at the end of the game, I was like, yeah, where's the case? Where's the case, mate? And then uh, sometimes they just gave us some pies and I was like, where's the lamingtons? <laughs> Oh, uh, and, so and, and can't just talk about rug, uh, rugby and athletic park. You also um, ran around for Eastern Suburbs with um, Fetu and Fata Henry. Yes. So the shout out to the Henry Fano and shout out to the female clan. So um, randomly, I'm a basketballer, right? And I had a game for the a uh, couple of games for the Eastern Suburbs, and I didn't know how to play. Okay, cool. Watched it heaps. Didn't know how to play. So I got the ball first time, ran it up, got hit, landed on the ground. And my cousins were just <laughs> laughing at this on the side. I was like, and they were like, run lower, run lower. And, and my brain was like, run lower, run lower. And I'll tell you this other crazy thing is like this uh, this dude ran at me. We're on the their 20, uh, uh, you know, defense line. And he ran at me and uh, I, I tackled him. But he was on my shoulder and I, I, I stood up and he was on my shoulder and we're on their, their 20, and I didn't know what to do, so I just ran with him for 20, <laughs> for 20 metres all the way to the try line, and then some of them were like, put him down, put him down. And then I was like, okay, and so I put him down, but how, I, I don't know the rules. I was like, does that work? I was, you know, useless. So, you know, that's George, a trying to George play rugby North league. did it, mate. George North did it. George North did it to uh, Israel Folau over in Australia in a test match, mate. So that's, that's legal. You'll be I, right. Oh, yeah, I didn't You'll know the fine. rules, bro. But then someone said, <laughs> yeah. bro, you know how to play bull rush? I said, I understand bull rush. They were like, it's like bull rush. And I was like, okay, cool, play bull rush. Beautiful. <laughs> Give it a blast. Give it a blast. Awesome. Yeah, hey, we, we're gonna we're gonna keep you for the whole hour. You're not going anywhere. These stories are too good, and we'll have to pick your brain about some current sporting things going on at the moment. Yes. Because look, we've got the Super Rugby season in full flow. We've got all of the hoops yes. you could ever imagine at the moment, and uh, of course, 
Kimpy's Waz, the the wom the wombats. Uh, Kimpy will, will definitely want to pick your brain about that cap. So stay with us and please send your messages. Double eight, double three. We're also going to catch up with Brendan Popwell. I'm almost certain he's a fan as well. Uh, from tab.co.nz. We'll do that shortly. You're listening to Baz Nizzy for breakfast. Joined for New Zealand Music Month with King Capisi in studio. It's twenty minutes past eight with the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Mum, this Mother's Day. Find Kylie Minogue, darling, 75 mil, 29.99 at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. You're listening to Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Tell your boys to raise up, cause we tear the roof off and rip the stage up. When we rock, y'all, it goes on and on. It's non-stop, y'all, it goes on and on. ECNZ, 25 minutes past 8 o'clock this morning. <laughs> We've got King Capisi in studio running an absolute clinic. Everyone's for... like, hey, there's a dog in the studio. <laughs> He's the big dog, too. The big dog. He's the big dog for New Zealand Music Month. They're asking you on 8833 and 0800-150811 to come through with anything you've got for caps. And we've got Noah on the line. Morena, Noah, how you doing, brother? Morena, bro. How's it going? Yeah, we're loving it. What's up, Noah? Oh, kia ora, King Capisi. Uh, oh, I'm a bit nervous calling in. Kids, I, um, I, I just had a couple of questions um, for you, bro. Yes, Um First one was, um, do you have any advice for people, uh, I guess, wanting to start out in the music scene in, in NZ? I think just for the music scene, bro, is that uh, just be ready to be uh, underpaid, under uh, appreciated, And for real, bro, it's like we do it because we love it. And uh, when you start off to that we're just going to make millions and millions, that doesn't happen very often. Uh, shout out to Lord and all those other guys. Um, but <laughs> it, it's it's it, it's a labor of love, and you do it because you love it, and you're not going to make heaps of money. But uh, I think the main thing is if you stick at it, you stick at it, you're going to get somewhere. And um, it's not about making anyone else uh, happy; it's about making yourself happy. Oh, true. Yeah, good response, man. Um, Oh, I, I had one other question. I was just yeah, wondering but if you could uh, tell me what, what was the, the biggest lesson that you learned from um, setting out and doing that. I think the, the the thing for me, fans, is that I've 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 had support from my mum and dad. Really, I was really really lucky. My mum, my dad was a factory worker from Samoa, couldn't speak English, but my mum was a school teacher down at South Wellington Intermediate in Newtown, and she basically said, "Go follow your dreams." So, my brothers and sisters are at the top of their game. They do their thing. Um, we're all a creative family, but um, I would just say, just keep on following your dreams. And the other thing too is like a lot of people say, "You can't do that." I'm like, "What? You might not be able to do that." So just don't take any anyone you know trying to say uh don't follow your dreams you follow your dreams bro and you just keep on doing your thing and no one can ever tell that you can't do anything because uh who are they to tell you i mean listen to your parents of course but uh but <laughs> and, but uh, but just follow your heart that's all i say just follow your heart buddy oh. Oh, awesome thank you Heath, thank bro. you no I appreciate the call, Noah. 800 150 Be like, Noah, let's uh, give us a call. Izzy, there must be so much of what um, Caps is saying there that you can resonate back to your sports career. I love that. I love that. And one thing I said, no one, I reckon we get can't out of the vocab, out of the dictionary. Eh? Get yeah, that out of there because yes. can't is not even a word. You can. You yes. can do anything. I think that's the biggest thing you've got to take away. And being in New Zealand, and you, you touched on it, like where we're so... Do something that you love, you know. If you love music and, and you love what you do, that's the main thing. Happiness is 
everything. If you're happy, do it. And, uh, mate, you got a lot of experiences and, and some great advice there, King. Uh, Izzy, i got a question for you, my brother. Uh, the thing is, for me, like, yep. bro, like I'm a hurricane, you know, all day, Wellington Saints, all day, uh, Toei, you know, uh, Tokomanawa Queens. Uh, I'm the Tokomanawa Queens MC for this uh, women's league uh, down there. I'm from Wally. I get to go down to Wally. But my second team has always been the Crusaders. Okay, bro, and, and, mm. and my question for you, my brother, is that <laughs> when I saw you run those lines and I was like, damn, the brother's fit, you know what I mean? Because, like, and, and also, you, you know, like, you know, you're a sidestep, you're a sidestep here, sidestep there, and bam, bam, bam. I was like, damn. Uh, brother, randomly, for a person that is not a professional athlete, uh, how much did you have to run to be able to run like that the whole field every single time? Because I was like, I'm going to ask the bro, bro, how much do you have to train and how far do you have to run oh. every week or every day to be able to run like that? Not just on the on the Crusaders field, but for the All Blacks and kill other people. Not kill, but you know what I mean. You know, <laughs> slaughter, slay, slay, no, slay other people easy. in the back line, brother. Is he? Can you tell him just uh, for the listeners out there? Yeah, training. Look, there's a lot that goes into it. We're constantly running every day, and we wear GPSs, so we might click up to ten. You know, Maxi might do six or seven k a day. Mm. Uh, like during the week, you got to you got to you got to balance it out. But in the game, I think the most I ran in the game was ten k. Yo. And then you know, and max your uh, how many how many meters you cover, uh, your max velocity speed. I think my max speed I got up to is thirty six point one, and and then it, ma- it measures your impacts as well. Yeah, that's why so, people um, that, are, that, yeah. that, that are not uh, uh, you know professional athletes, and we just want to can I be a professional athlete? So everyone out there listening, that has just answered the question for you that most of us cannot be All Blacks. Oh, I was I was playing I was playing in the outside back so. For a fullback role, we do a yes. lot of that running that's pretty unrewarded too. So yes, we're constantly bro. moving on the outside and, and people don't really see it. But we're, we're probably covering 60, 70 k's a week or 80 k. I don't even I don't actually know. But uh, all I can say is on behalf of the rest of New Zealand and also to our brother Kempi here, thank you very much for doing your thing for the Kiwis and the All Blacks. And we appreciate you guys. You guys are bloody awesome. <laughs> Mo Farah, Izzy Dag. <laughs> that's, that's who we got here. Half past. Not anymore anyway, King. Yeah, all good, but uh, we appreciate you as well. Half past. Day here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We are joined in studio for the rest of the hour by King Capisi. Any questions? Double eight, double three. And we're asking you. We've got a Chemist Warehouse fragrance. They are the house of fragrances this Mother's Day. What's your song that your mum loves? We've got some awesome. Your mum or a mum in your life. We've got some awesome nominations here. We'll get to those before the end of the hour. Brennan Popwell coming up after Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Aotearoa. SENZ 27 away from 9am this morning and while we Liverpool have just put the foot to the floor all of a sudden Villarreal were up 2-0 in the second tie of the Champions League second final which on aggregate made it to all and Liverpool have scored three unanswered to lead the tie now 5-2 so Sadio Mane has just scored their third for today I would suggest this is all over Red Rover for Villarreal. What unto you, Scouser fans out there? TAB.co.nz. We've got King Capisi in, in studio. I was going to say on stage. He's not going anywhere. Don't no, worry. Right here, right here. Um, <laughs> uh, one of one of the biggest King Capisi fans in the North Island, at least. Um, that also works for Trackside is Brendan Popwell. He's on the line now. Morning, pops. What up, pops? Good morning. Morning, good morning. Brother. Yo, yo. Hey, Hey, yeah, good, thank you, brother. <laughs> Pops, you, you would have, um, I'm sure you would have had some late, late nights at some Caps concerts before, but we don't need to go there, mate. <laughs> um, what, have oh. we, what have we got today? Many, many people over the years, bro, have been at one of our, our gigs somewhere along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll tell you one thing. Um, 
Well, I tried to recreate one of your music videos one a few years ago. Uh, How did it uh, go? <laughs> um, screens from the old plantation. We're on the back of a truck trying to Whoa. trying to get the uh, the folk boat bird, and we're trying to <laughs> drive around Hawke's Bay. Yes. Trying to, <laughs> I'm nearly falling off the back of a truck. Yes, bro, it's very dangerous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, good memories. Uh, well, let's chat about some people. Um, yeah, yes, NBA final. Yes, and. Um, Boston Celtics, uh, they are 146 to beat the Bucks up against them at 265. Um, we've seen the money after this match so far uh, around the total points. Punters believe this one might be a high-scoring match, so we've seen money around uh, the over 215 points. Uh, but we've also seen most of the money in the head-to-head market on the Bucks, uh, who are the outsiders for this one, uh, as I said, at the quote of 265. And the one I think the punters are looking forward to is the Golden State Warriors against the Grizzlies. Yes. Grizzlies at home, 2 0 against the Golden State Warriors. What do you think in there, King? Oh, for me personally, bro, I think that Giannis is the beast in the uh, in the post. Uh, he's just been dunking on everyone. But the other thing, too, I'm not sure. Like, Honestly, I'm a LeBron fan, and LeBron hasn't been there. And, uh, normally, I watch it daily, every day, religiously, but it's been just a bit boring with LeBron not being there. But I, uh, I'm happy that, you know, Ja Morant is in there. He's doing his thing. Brother Stevens in there also. Uh, Golden State, happy that Clay's back. Uh, also, um, you know, uh, when it comes down to um, uh, Celtics, I'm a big Celtics fan. They've got a lot of uh, firepower in there. You know, Jason Tatum killing it, but still, when it comes down to it, Giannis is killing uh, Jason. But uh, uh, you know, if if I t- if I was a betting man, which I'm not a betting man, but if I was a betting man, I would put my money on Giannis uh, just for that particular game, and then for the Golden State Warriors, uh, let's let's go for Jai and 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 the boys just for because you know the um, they they have a superpower team. You know, with the uh, the Warriors. So uh, I'm, I'm going for the underdog. Let's go for yeah, the Kiwi nice, boy. Nice. And just while you're there too, mate, well, we've got uh, obviously the sales NBL just kicking off uh, last yes. week. Uh, your sort of early thoughts are on some of the teams there, the Hawks Bay Hawks are the current overall favourites at 275. Wow, bro. I mean, like, I'm I'm still, uh, I'll be totally honest, I love, you know, I love all the teams. I'm going for, you know, for everyone and uh, best worst. But I'm a Saints, <laughs> Saints. guy, bro. And, uh, and uh, but, but, but all, yeah, I, I'm totally the Saints guy, but also, the, you know, with the, the new team, uh, you know, stepping in from Auckland, I'm looking forward to them stepping up. Uh, I'm just happy with the NBL. Shout out to Hugh Ben and, and the whole crew from the, you know, uh, the NZNBL crew and also the BBNZ because they're doing some amazing stuff and with the Toei League with the Women's League coming in and the women's being able to get uh, paid that's a great thing and it's never been done before and I like stuff that's never been done before so shout out to everyone that's you know doing their basketball thing Yeah absolutely and, and, and also seeing full coverage of it I think that's another cool thing as well is that we'll be able to get to see these games uh, on TV just before we leave it there team uh, we do have some netball tonight to look forward to as well the Steelers taking on the Tactics Mm. Uh, the Steeler are dollar twenty five, mm. and the tactics are three dollars and fifty cents. The last time these two sides met was back in round one, where the Steel won seventy one fifty four. Awesome, pops! Awesome. I love it, mate. Guest host for the last five minutes, and uh, we actually do have a TAB voucher, fifty dollars to give away. Woo! So, in honour of Caps double eight double three, what is your basketball play for today? What is your basketball tip for today? Double eight double three, and we'll hook you up with that TAB voucher. That's Brendan Pop of tab.co.nz. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's hey, get it. we've got a text here on double eight double three uh, from Mark, who is Caps's NRL team.
Uh, for uh, I'll be totally honest, I'm a Broncos fan. Like uh, you know, love our Warriors, but um, brothers, love you guys. But just a little bit up and down, a little bit. Uh, you know, uh, if we we're on the sea and I open waka, on, you know, on a canoe, <laughs> it's just a little bit. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm falling off or, or, or staying in the boat. Uh, but I've been a Broncos fan for a long time, and you know, definitely a Warriors fan and uh, a Kiwis fan, and also a uh, you know Mike Matonga, and also shout out to you know our, our Samoan League team as well. Shout out to everyone that's playing league. It's, it's a good thing. Yeah, let's have let's just have a little bit of a chat around the NRL and, mm. and and rugby league. I don't know if you've been following the news, but Matty Johns and Andrew Johns, uh, along with Sonny Bill Williams, mm. offered to coach Samoa for free, and the Samoans turned them down. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, mate, I've got to be totally honest. On behalf of all Samoans around the world, I've just got to say, mate, that's a a, a bit muppety, uh, and um, that's but that's just me though. Normally, we don't speak out about you know uh, things, but when it's involving our country. Uh, you know my, my my motherland and my homeland. If those two, you know the the Johns brothers, who have been some of the two best in the world for like the longest two decades, and then our brother, you know, like uh, Sonny, offers for free. I mean, I don't know who the person is making the decisions out there. We have to like try and get to those people or talk to the prime minister and say, Prime Minister, hello, how are you? Um, maybe maybe you have to talk to you. She's your she's your fanonga. Yeah, she is. She is my fano. She is my uh, my cousin, but also like. I don't know. It's it's those two are a, a couple of the best. You know what I mean. And also, brother Sunny, and and for free, for free. Come on, mate. Yeah. The Come Broncos. On, buddy. The Broncos was it because of Wendell Saylor? You're spitting image. No, 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 brother. I, I, I've, I've toured, you know, Only the faster. Harlem. I, I've toured the Harlem Globetrotters around Australia, New Zealand, and uh, when we played in where was it? Somewhere where the bros from? He was our person that, that jumped on, and he was the, the 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 player that jumped on and did his thing. He was funny. So shout yeah. out to Wendell Saylor. He's a good man. He is the man, Wendell. He's got a great sense of humour. Uh, here's to you, mate. Look, we've got double eight, double three lined up for you. We've got some great nominations. Mum's favourite would be Poye. Always catch you cranking it out in Good the song. kitchen. That's from Ben. Keep your, keep your nominations. What's your mum or the mum in your life's favourite song? Another one. Hey, fellas, love the show. Song which reminds me of my mum, Anything by Sam Cooke. Now, that is uh, absolutely legend. beautiful, isn't it? Beautiful. All right, we got Caps here, and we're going to pick his brain a little bit for us with some more music uh, before we're done with the show this morning. Smithy taking over after nine. King Capisi in studio for New Zealand Music Month. Great to hear from you on 0800 150 811. Any questions you've got for the great man, get them in right now. It's 20 from nine. Boil mum this Mother's Day. Find Calvin Klein Euphoria 100 mil, 54.99 at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. You're listening to Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Got something for your listening pleasure, don't ignore. In your store. We keep it real for sure. What up, Sins? Tracks called You Can't Resist Us by Shafu and me. Yeah, and me is King Kapisi hey. in studio with us this morning. Oh, you got some heat coming on double eight, double three. Bro, turn up the beat, turn up the beat just a little bit. So this beat started off as a reggae beat, but listen to the beat. Just listen to the beat. Nice beat, nice beat. I made the beat too, so you know. Yeah, a little bit of self-love, club. Uh, that's a bit. Of, uh, I don't mind it. Hey, the bro- James says the Broncos. They'll be using that wooden spoon they won a couple of years ago to row their walker up the Warriors who have never won a wooden spoon. <laughs> But uh, like 
you know, what's what's the uh, the old coach from uh, the, the Broncos, bro? That dude, and because you know, like he gave us a you know a hiding a couple of times from many uh, sports, you know, sort of teams. But I just love the consistency. It's like how I love the Crusaders. You know what I mean? It's like it's they they just they're just consistent. And I like that. So the Hurricanes have been consistent too lately. So uh, <laughs> shout out to the Hurricanes. Uh, and also the Saints. That's exactly right. Um, and the Tokomanoa Queens. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hey, it is New Zealand Music yes, Month. Um, you look, I know, you know your point was loud and clear, and it's such a good one. Why are we? Why are there months to celebrate anything? Let's just do this for real, and let's. Give, what about forever? Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, New Zealand Music Month. I mean. I gotta be totally honest, fans. It's like uh, it, it, it happened to be just come down from the from the government. Let's just support a little bit. I go, well, that's great and that's very very nice. But still, it's sort of a slap in the face to the rest of the musos. We're just gonna support you, New Zealand musos, just for one month and not the uh, the rest of the eleven months. Yeah, look, I don't think the politicians actually get music caps. You know what I mean? If you have a look at the people that are running the country, please, what what do they listen to? They wouldn't be listening to um, Shafu, King Capisi. I just got to shout out my sister Carmel Sepuluni, and the only reason why is, and the, everyone's like, why are you sh- shouting good, out? Good, why to, uh, and, and because uh, when the first lockdown started, right, mm-hmm. I started my Friday nights, let's have a party. And, um, and so uh, when I was doing these shows, we did uh, one on Friday and a reggae show on Sunday. And through those two shows, I got like a million engagements. Then I started my basketball wow. show, Hoops and Life. Then I started my uh, well-being show, Caps Chats, and all this other stuff. But those Friday night gigs and those Sunday night gigs that I was DJing out you know, on Facebook and Instagram were able to keep a lot of people sane through lockdown. And so the sister gave me a shout out uh, in the, uh, uh, you know, in the parliament, and she goes, "Thank you to King Capisi for you know keeping me and my my husband sane over these lockdowns." And so it was just me going out and doing my community service and playing those those DJ sets for people to get away from just getting stuck in their house for a year and a half. That's what music does. That's what music does. It takes you into a different realm. I've got to tell you something too, bro. It's like uh, everyone, you know, is is like we are the people that are able to when you're having a bad day. You go, what am I going to do? And then you put on some music. And so we're those dudes that provide that goodness for everyone when they're having a bad day. 100%. Yeah, no, it's so true. And do you know what? That's why I love music and where I think the synergy between music and sport comes. Because for Correct. a lot of, lot of people, you stick on Liverpool if that's your favourite team and they've made your day because they're about to make the Champions League final. Um, who's some other artists you'd like to shout out, though? Like, I mean, who, who, are, who are the other OGs or up-and-comers? There, there must be some people. Oh, you... OGs-wise, for, for New Zealand music, it's still, for me, it's got to be, uh, you know, Prince Tuiteka, those guys like that who have gone, been doing amazing songs for, for the longest time representing Aotearoa and also Māori music uh, you know I like the uh, the Pātea Māori Club as, you know shout out to yeah, those guys awesome. for, for giving us that good uh, you know Aotearoa sound you know like uh, Loyal Loyal uh, from our brother uh, Dave Dobbin you know shout out to the Split Ends fam uh, you know just these guys that have been making really really good music and when you're having a bad day you put on those tunes so you know shout out to the Fat Freddy's Drop the boys are from uh, Lyle Bay as well uh, shout out to uh, uh, Shapeshifter, uh, shout out to uh, Lady Six, shout out to everyone, shout out to my brother Shay Fu, shout out to everyone that's in hip hop, reggae, uh, that just does their thing and represents for uh, you know our Pacific uh, community. This is you know Aotearoa included around the world, and just keep on, just keep keep on doing your thing, keep on doing your thing. Yeah, I love it. Great message. Fight, fight, bear. And the other thing too, just randomly when the bro was like, oh, oh, oh. the words are uh, my brother Izzy, uh, fight, fight, bear, fight, fight, bear. I've heard some people say, let's have a fight, fight here and oh, a fight, no. fight here, and I was like, no, sorry, my friend, it's fight, fight, bear. Basically, fight, fight, bear means do your thing, do your thing. Oh, I love it. A dag- just uh, if you wonder if he's gone quiet, the 
um, they have had a little bit of a, I wouldn't call it a crisis, but he's picking up, well, he's, you know, family situation. He's got to drop Barlow goody. at school. Uh, flights, fog in Christchurch yes. in the 03. Here comes Greg on double eight double three. Greg from up, Auckland Greg? here. I want to shout out to the legend that is Caps. I worked with him at a at school a few years back, I was a teacher in charge of basketball and he took our boys all the way and went on a title run. A real selfless, hardworking guy who gave heaps of his time for our school. Brother, that's a uh, shout out to uh, Greg. He was the sports uh, brother from Linfield. I was coaching for uh, four or five years. And, and the crazy thing is because, like, you know, coaching, right? You end up putting, like, I ended up putting like 40, 50 hours yeah. a week, <laughs> 40, 50 hours uh, a week into coaching. So um, shout out to Linfield. Love you guys. Uh, I'll see you all day. There you go, coaching. It's a, it's a selfless, it's a, a thankless task, isn't it? Give you. I was just going to say, is that all? Forty to fifty hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. I know, mate. And those volunteers, our game doesn't survive without them. Especially having someone like you, Caps. It's awesome. Uh, I've got a question for you here, hmm. just in and around um, Trans Tasman. You obviously you're doing something in Sydney and Melbourne as well. Yeah, so you know we've been travelling across the, the ditch for the last twenty five years for the music done. Uh, uh, festivals and all of that. I'm also uh, on my way to organising a festival here. Uh, normally you make your music, you write your tracks and then you know you try and sell it but we're at the level now of our career we can organise our own music festivals. Going so, Trans-Tasman. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, so with my Hoops in Life, I've got a Hoops in Life tournament coming up, right? It's on the 23rd of July. Uh, also I think November the 26th has been locked in for Christchurch. Shout out to Christchurch. And then uh, we're looking at Wellington for December the 3rd. Uh, I'm doing stuff that no one's doing. We've got like uniforms for $250. So for $250, six players can get six uniforms. They'll probably get three to four wow. games. And as you guys know, that not many people have uh, you know much money these days. So I'm just trying to um, cater for our for our whanau, for our people out there. There's going to be hip hop battles, DJ battles, uh, Xbox battles. There's going to be uh, you know, like all types of things that you can think of, hip hop, music wise, but also sports as well. So we're um, we're doing some good things. So Trust Arena, Hoops and Life, twenty uh, third of July in Auckland. There you go, the man himself. What is that? One more time, these lyrics. It, it goes, fight, fight, bear, fight, fight, bear. Yeah, Izzy said sorry, say sorry to You're the Ufus for saying the You're wrong lyrics. Face palm. King Capisi in studio with us, giving up his time like he has for so many people throughout the years on SCNZ. Massive kia to you, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, fam. Hope you guys are good. Have a good day, people. And just remember, make sure that you guys uh, tell your mum that you loved him. All right. Perfect. You became of ages. Visual effects guaranteed by the flick of the brown member now. Brown cup of Polynesians been exploited. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain, or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.